0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. It's up, it's up. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Carol G. Juan Gabriel, Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama?
2: So we're
4: going to uh, try something That is not done often Or at least I haven't seen it done often uh, When it comes to the world of sports and beyond We will explain what that is coming up here In just a couple of moments That guy right over there is Brady Quinn I am Jonas Knox This is Fox Sports Radio You can check out the show on the I Radio app And on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates Wherever the hell you are Locked up in your home Hanging out in your car We hope you are safe and sound And hang with us for the next three hours, a ton of grab ass and just a little bit of sports here. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, or 15 minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. My man, Brady Quinn.
3: You know, Jonas, it feels like we've already done a couple shows together, given how many times you, you had me on a show with you earlier this week. Were I, you I mean, on this I, week? I'm, I'm, I don't recall. Yeah. While you're getting paid, you're calling me to (laughs) jump on to be a guest on one of the many shows that you filled in for this week. You filled in for Doug Gottlieb, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, Who else did you fill in for?
4: Uh, Rob Parker and Chris Chris Broussard. Broussard. I was in for Chris Broussard. Um, Now, just so you know, I did not, tell them to call you to, to schedule that that is 100 percent that a lie i that is I, 100% I swear a lie. i swear to god you,
3: ju- you just don't want me to spend time with my family that's the type I, of person you are.
4: i i swear to god i did not tell them to call you uh robert guerra um he told me ahead of the uh show i was doing with rob parker in for chris broussard um yeah so we figured since you were on we would get brady on and so after I threw something against a wall, two days later we were filling in for Doug Gottlieb, and I was told by Ryan Music, Doug Gottlieb's producer, that you were also going to be on. Again, threw something at the wall. The last thing I want to do right. after right. the treatment I get from you, not only on social media but via text message all week long, is have to talk to you another couple of days because you are cruel and you're mean to members on this show.
3: And I'll just you know, it, it's that. funny that you say that because I, I always do it reluctantly, but I feel like you need the help, right? Like like you want me to come in and try to help you out, try to carry the show for whatever time I have. And God forbid when you and Dan Byron on together, I don't even know if Dan ever says anything. I, I have literally got to carry the entire thing. So you, you always have to have me on when you and Dan are, are on together. And it's like I mean, how much do we need to work together? We get one day a week, man. Can we just I mean, keep it to that? Can we look, stick to that?
4: I, I just wanted you to know what it felt like in the big times, you know, the big leagues, man. I mean, during the week, you know, during the, this, this, during the week. Does that include like late different.
3: Friday nights? Is that, does that include late Friday nights? <laughs> That's, is that, is single that that?
4: That's single A. That's single A. That is a single A as we, uh, as we uh, bust balls here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady, I th- I was thinking about this. Because they always say, you know, um, what's the plan going in? Like, like, what do you want to convey? What's the message that you want to give off? And I don't even know if it's just a message that we want to give off, but we probably will. I want to give off an aura. I thought we should do something different than what a lot of people are doing, especially pe- some it. people that cover the NFL. Why don't you and I, I don't know, share a little bit of optimism in the world today. How about that? What do you, A little bit of optimism. What do you say, Brady Quinn? Are you up for it?
3: I, I'm actually up for it. I'm all for it. Because because here's the one thing I can assure everyone of, everyone of. I am no expert on any sort of disease, any sort of virus, anything else that's going on out there. No expert in that field. And you guess who else isn't? Mike Florio, Adam Schefter, <laughs> anyone else out there who has been critical of of the NFL, yes. Roger Goodell, or any other sport yes. for even even having a conference call. Even having a conference call with, for example, like our president did with other professional sports leagues just to discuss a roadmap to potentially come back to playing sports at some point. Not saying they're doing it. Not putting anyone at risk right now. Just trying to figure out a roadmap God forbid we come out with any sort of positive view looking forward, and maybe talk with—I don't know—the UFC or WWE, who are currently still putting putting you know forth events. How are they going about doing it? How are they keeping their athletes and everyone safe and healthy? God forbid we have a conference call and talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: Imagine that. And that was the conference call that took place on Saturday. Uh, It was uh, the president, uh, Donald Trump talking with uh, commissioners from around sports. Uh, Also talked with Dana White, as you mentioned of the UFC, Uh, Vince McMahon of the WWE. My favorite sort of biased criticism without thinking the whole thing through uh, was somebody. And listen, I'm not trying to say that their last name rhymes with Borio, but it might Uh, somebody who wrote something that said uh, not really sure why the xfl wasn't included i don't know maybe because vince mcmahon owns that too and why would you why would you need all of her luck for it like come on man like, are we really trying to find something to bitch about with this whole thing i just i don't get it
3: man I, it's I, I crazy I, I don't i don't get it where especially people who make a living off of these leagues are now criticizing them for talking about and discussing safer ways to get back to eventually playing the game and playing the sport. If, if you think apparently like just sports are going to stop and are done forever now because of the coronavirus, I mean, you're dead wrong. Like, like these are major billion dollar operations. They will find a way to come back and start playing at some point when it's safe for everyone, for the players, coaches, everyone involved. And that's all that they're trying to do right now. And so I, I see nothing wrong with the, commi- you know, the president talking to commissioners of all those leagues, owners of those leagues and discussing with them, you know, hey, what do you think is best? Or to Dana White, what are you guys implementing right now with your health experts and everyone else that's allowed you to maintain your course? I'm sure it's been altered to some degree, but still protect your fighters and, and put them in a safe environment where you can still put forth a product. Like a, a, as much as we like tiptoe around saying it, hey, guess what? We need it. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, like we need this in our lives. There is a degree of mental health and everything else that comes along with being able to have this sort of release and this other form of entertainment out there. And so just to even talk about it apparently is wrong at this point. I like, I I understand the gravity of what's happening right now in this country, but I also think everyone's out there trying to do their part in keeping everyone safe. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. So, so I, I just, I don't understand the criticism. Like I really don't understand why people continually want to take that stance Every single time with sports,
4: yeah. I look, I've I've said this from from day one. Uh, my whole thing is in doing radio. I just want whoever's listening for this to take their mind off things. You don't have to like it, you you don't have to agree with it. But I I've always been, I, I've always felt it was my job to at least make you forget about whatever problems you have in your life. And there's a lot of problems out there. There's people well, that's a talking problem for about me,
3: because then well, when you and I work together, then then I think about my problems with you. Well,
4: but 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 but, but that's the thing because in hour four we are going to break down every one of those problems uh, so in our four brady quinn we can break down all those problems but in all seriousness i just it's the it the part i don't like is the criticism some people get when they want to look forward it's not that we're dismissing what's happening everybody's playing by the rules for the most part i don't leave my house um, I, i'm I'm washing my hands uh, like i've like I've always done a bunch of times I'm doing social distancings I don't see my friends I'm on zoom calls when I want to do things there was uh, uh stuff that was planned over the next couple of months that's been canceled in my life because of what is happening like we're all playing by the same rules there's nothing wrong with coming on and talking about what might happen five months from now barring any more catastrophe with the coronavirus there's nothing wrong with it. And the idea that you're being insensitive or ignoring what the problem is by talking about the NFL season in September, it's crazy to me. I, I don't know why people continue to want to just swim in the negative side of the pool. There's, It's okay to look forward. It's okay to talk about where Tua Tagovailoa is going to get drafted. It's okay to have a draft. It's okay to have a schedule release for the NFL. There's nothing wrong with it. And the second anybody wants to look forward, forward and not talk about the pandemic or or not talk about the idea that we're going to live in this incubator for the rest of our lives, you're all of a sudden considered insensitive. I can't stand it. I refuse to do it. I'm not going to sit here and swim in the negative mud. People listening to this show, they're tired of it. They're tired of living in fear. They're tired of being told what to do and how to act and how to behave. Stay indoors, do your part, and we're going to be okay. And then listen to this show and have a couple of laughs while you're at it. I refuse to spread negativity and I refuse to be the bearer of bad news and read the obituaries on the air. I'm not doing it. I refuse to do it. But for whatever reason, by the way. What's up?
3: Have a few beers too while you're at it.
4: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Have, have a few 100. Who cares? You know me. First of all, <laughs> well, let me let me just explain this to people. If if yeah. your big plan was at the beginning of March and I used to do this, at the beginning of March I'm going to really start to hit the gym so I can be ready for <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. I got news for you. That's over, buddy. It's yeah. gone. So you yeah. may as well eat Drink and just have a little bit of fun, and try and find something to enjoy this all with. Take it all in, embrace all of it, and when things get back to normal, then you can address all that
3: other stuff. Yeah, look, you can take that six pack, don't work on it, just go ahead and drink it. All yeah, it's right, over. rip it, and rip it. go over. ahead and drink it. Just yeah, just I, just go ahead and move forward with the rest of your what rest of your plans. Do you parting. see?
4: Do you see alcohol sales? I heard we're up like seventy percent or something like that. Oh, of
3: course. I mean, was what, <laughs> what else are people going to turn to at this point? Um, but but to your point, I think the thing that bothers me the most is there's people who are outside of, of of the realm of being an expert at something who are either uninformed or trying to speak on something that they really don't know and 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 i take offense to it only because what what was what what was, national right people were talking about how in south florida there's all these people on the beaches and everyone there's these stay-at-home orders and no one was abiding by them all the stuff yeah you know what happened from that report they actually went and tracked all the cell phones for all the people that were pinging who were actually on the beaches those particular two weeks. Of course. And, and you know where all those cell phones ended up going back to? Where's that? D.C., Boston, New York, New Jersey, the Midwest. It was any everywhere but actual, the people who lived in South Florida, but the people in South Florida got all the blame. You know, they're the ones being criticized by all the, you know, all the people out there who, who wanted, you know, try to condemn them when they had no clue what they were talking about, not realizing that was a bunch of spring breakers that have come down for college or during their high school time that were trying to get some parting in before everything got kind of, you know, shut down. And, and, and that's kind of where we are right now is everyone's going to spout off with their opinion about something before they really understand what's taking place. So and- uh, look, I know this much there will be football at some point later on this later on this year. I'm not one of those guys who's going cast in a doom and gloom and I think the best part about it is we don't even have to wait that long Jonas for it because we've got the draft coming up yes. here in just a few weeks.
4: Yeah, I just – it's its also the hypocritical nature of all this because the same media members that are out there criticizing the NFL are the same ones breaking news, the same one posting stories, the same ones getting paid off this wretched league and this ignorant league that just continues to ignore what's going on. We've got catastrophe in the streets. I just I, – I, I don't get it. I, I don't know why – I don't know what's wrong with trying to – put a smile on people's faces I really don't I don't know what's wrong with trying to laugh and, and keep everybody's minds off what they can go get on every single news outlet and every single uh, a graph that's that's thrown out that might have a political slant to it I just I can't stand it man I really can't stand it you know what I do like though what's that I like being brought to you by Geico here on Fox Sports Radio because that guy is Brady Quinn, and I am Jonas Knox, and this is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, All right, up next, Brady Quinn, uh, you mentioned something. There is something that is right around the corner, but it's going to feel a lot different and look a lot different. We'll tell you what that is next here on FSR.
0: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do
1: You're my favorite icon.
0: Aw, Joseph.
1: Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Thurda Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out this show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, Brady Quinn and myself we'll have a discussion that might insult some people, or at least I know I'm probably going to insult some people, so I don't want to, I don't want Brady Quinn to be, uh, you know, I don't want to guilt by association situation here, uh, but we will have that for you a little well, over 10 minutes I mean, from now on Fox Sports Radio.
3: There, there's always the chance I'm going to insult you, you know, so that, that, that's always that, on the that's table. That's
4: true. That, that, that definitely know, always yeah. on the In fact, not only in is fact, it always it actually, on the table. That, that's
3: definitely going to happen. Most <laughs> likely. Not
4: only is that always on the table, that always happens. So that is, that is yeah, really uh, yeah. you definitely make me feel good about things. My favorite thing is when I like to tweet Brady Qu- or text Brady Quinn during the week, uh, and he'll just say uh, a cool story. Have a good one, and I'll go.
3: Huh. All right. Well, you know, sometimes you get a call and you have to jump off the phone right away. It, it's it's kind of like that, but in texting. You know, you're like, you, you you got another call you got to take on the other line. Are you, you know I'm are you
4: are you saying I do that, is that no no? Is that no I'm saying that, that that's do? what I'm doing oh, to you. Okay.
3: Like you're complaining about essentially me saying that to you. <laughs> But in a more proper, you know, fashion, you know, saying, "Oh, like you know, cool story, man." But you know, hey, have fun, or hey, have, have a good one, have, have a good day. Like I, I've got to go, I got to take this other call. It, you know, it's
4: one, it's one of the great a-hole moves that you can do to a buddy of yours. It's hard to do when you're social distancing. I guess if you're on Zoom or something like that, it's hard to do. But one of the great moves that you do is when somebody walks up to try and talk to you, grab whatever object is near you—stapler, uh, remote control, uh, notebook paper, whatever—put it next to your ear and say. Yeah, this is so and so, and then pretend like you're getting another call and walk out of the room. It's phenomenal. It works every single time. One Does of my it every favorite moves time? to do. Yeah, every it, single here's time.
3: the problem: is like I know people who do that, and I've done the exact same thing at the same time, and so then really no one wins. It, it just looks like an awkward like run in with one another. You know, almost like you're. Uh... <laughs> Never mind, I can't say that on the okay. air. All right, okay. uh, there, you uh, <laughs> there you go, You're going nowhere fast with that one.
4: Uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was it was a a stall joke uh, or a trough joke that I felt like uh, probably wasn't going to uh, to sit well with some people. I'll
3: probably one of the way. things that I'm most disappointed about by the uh, by the cancellation of all these sports is uh, no more Memorial Tournament. And as I've told you before, uh, yeah. one of the best PGA Tour events you'll yeah. ever go upon. And I want to say after maybe whole eight, uh, seven or eight there is a bathroom there that is a trough. I mean, this is a a purse that's probably around $10 million to the winner. Of course. When that golfer has to go to the bathroom, he's walking off the course, and he's going right next to everyone else in a trough.
4: Yeah, of course. That's my favorite when they talk about how beautiful Wrigley Field is. Like, man, this is how baseball should be played. Yeah. And then you go use the restroom. Troths everywhere. You go use, you use the restroom, and some guy's got a snorkeler and, and down to his, his underwear inside the trough uh, trying to make his buddies laugh. It's, it's just a bizarre place, that Wrigley Field, Brady Quinn. Uh, all right you know this is uh i I am outraged absolutely outraged can you believe the balls of the national football league to continue with their nfl draft brady quinn how dare they a couple of weeks from now in the midst of all this even though it's not endangering anybody and it's going to provide entertainment and talking points how dare they but nonetheless the nfl draft is here and um this might get a little bit difficult for some people involved
3: Right. Uh, it might get difficult because of these stay at home orders that most states have taken on. And I think initially the NFL was saying, okay, you can have a mini war room of about 10 or less people or so. And then they had to walk that back because of the stay at home order. And this is probably looked at as a non essential business. So unfortunately, even if they could spread everyone out, you know, six feet or more apart from one another in a room. Um, they most likely weren't going to take that risk or didn't think that would make a lot of sense with what what a lot of governors have said. So they're finding themselves and potentially having to have general managers and head coaches separated, or maybe they're both kind of chilling at each other's place, uh, making these selections. But, you know, they're not going to have a bunch of their scouts with them or coaches with them. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be communicating with all of them, but. It's gonna look and feel a lot different, you know. You're not gonna have a whole uh, group of fans booing Roger Goodell. Maybe they'll pump in some crowd noise <laughs> j- j- just to make it feel. A yeah, ask bit the more Falcons like how that's too. done.
4: Ask the Falcons how that's done. Uh, yeah, I was out. gonna
3: say maybe, maybe the Falcons uh, technical crew is gonna come in and pump in some of that noise. Uh, it would be fun if they actually did that when Roger walked out. Like of said, you know, not, Look like like, like I, I know you guys are used to this happening, so let me just go ahead and get it out of the way. Um, but look, Roger Goodell's gonna be a different different spot. We're not going to, we're not going to, you know, maybe we'll be able to see some of the prospects sitting at their home with some of their family, some of the coaches and general managers, but it's going to look and feel a lot different than I think what we're accustomed to. However, it's still going to go on. And and I think what's going to be impacted the most by it is there's going to be buyers and sellers, meaning I think there's going to be teams who are looking to trade and move around and, and there are going to be some teams that are happy with where they're at, but maybe they'd be willing to listen and and sell you their spots for some additional draft capital. And so I think because of the circumstances, if I was a team, right, if I am a seller, I would probably want to, you know, try to figure out, you know, what my price is and have it ready to be able to to execute it on draft day, right, on on that Thursday, or maybe even just be safe and do it before the draft, just not worrying about technical issues or not getting the deal you want. Uh, and I think the same could probably be said for a buyer, right? Like, I think if, if you're one of those teams that really wants to make a move, I don't know that if you want to leave it up to the risk of not being able to get a hold of someone or your Wi-Fi going down or, or having a, a glitch or an ish, issue, right? Like that—that that would be pretty incredible to think those little things could impact this year's draft.
4: Uh, wouldn't you, if you were the NFL, for a couple of reasons? Wouldn't you give teams more time in between picks? Uh, this year as opposed to any other year one you can you can pass it along as well in case of technical difficulties like you said somebody's wi-fi crashes whatever um for technical difficulties but also what the hell else are people going to watch milk this thing if you can tack on another two to five minutes in between picks and and next thing you know you've got another hour and a half of programming in the first round like why wouldn't you do it
3: I would go back to 15 minutes. I mean, for starters, you you have to look at the history of the draft, right? I mean, the draft used to be 10 rounds. You know, now it's seven. It used to be over two days. Now they break it up over four. So if you're just doing the first round Thursday night, why not have it be 15 minutes in between picks, especially if there's been a trade? It makes complete sense to give them an additional five minutes as opposed to, I believe, the 10 that they, they lowered it to now. So if that's the case... You know, maybe it's a little bit more of that, and you give them a little bit more time um, to, to figure some things out. I just think the coordination of how you're going to be bringing in people at different sites, yeah. not knowing what's going to be working, what's not going to be working. I mean, some of these guys are probably getting landlines installed in their house. I mean, let, let's be yeah. real. Like, they're not going to leave it up to you know, the telecommunications, whether it's their Wi-Fi or any other network, right, or, or the 5G network that, that's in their area. They may be saying, it's not worth the risk, put in a landline in my house, and that way at least I know I'll be able to get through, and it's not going to drop on me.
4: And look, uh, when you go to these these team headquarters, a lot of this is plug and play because they've got stuff already set up. Um, this stuff is built for conference calls and multiple people in there, and you know back and forth and all that. But yeah, at least at least a decent chunk of time is going to be put into. All right, you've got to have this set up in your house. And by the way, you think for one second. Teams are just going to be alone, like oh, representatives I know. for like I know. It's in these so in these I mean, in these big houses. You know what's going to happen? They're going to have like you're going to like if you're the um, if you're the Patriots, like Belichick's going to be working from his home office, and Josh McDaniels is going to be in in in, uh, in Belichick's kitchen, and they're going to pass it off like it's Josh McDaniels' kitchen. Like these <laughs> these people are going to be together. They're just going to be in different rooms, and when the cameras are going are off, they're going to go ahead and converse in between. I just don't buy that everybody's going to comply to this social distancing. Stuff.
3: So, So this is why I think it's stupid. It's stupid to even make a big deal about them not, you know, being in the facilities together. Even if, let's say, you wouldn't have 10 people or so. Look, I'm sure, and you'll be able to get this, you know, via video, you could verify whether or not they're following the regulations of being six feet apart and all that. Like, they would probably be criticized if they weren't. And so it'd probably be an easier way of keeping track if you did just let them go into their facility and and do the draft from there with a small group of people, and that why you that way you kind of level the playing field because not only one are you able to witness what exactly is taking place, uh, but you're able to see whether or not they're being you know accommodating to, you know what the governor of every state's asking them. The other thing I'd say is at what point does accountability play a role in this? Like the, the, these these coaches, the scouts, the general managers, etc. Like if they want to go in there and potentially put themselves at risk, or they'd rather do it from the facility. Like, can't we let them make that decision? Can, can't we let them be the ones that are accountable for their yeah. decision and what they want to do if they want to go in the facility to actually make that selection or put it together that way? Like, I just we talked about I, I, that's that what bothers week. me about the whole thing is we want to handcuff everyone and take away their ability to think for themselves and say maybe this is a big enough deal to me where like I'm willing to take that risk. And go into the facility and and try to you know do the draft from there if we're going to be allowed to do that and if that's the case so be it.
4: We we talked about this last week. If you if you told athletes they'd have to sign a waiver to go play,
3: every they'd single one play, of them signing a waiver, they'd go play right yeah, now.
4: I just and, and, and I know that there's the op and a lot of this is just optics, because fact of the matter is we still don't know enough about whatever is happening with with this disease. The, the, the cases, um, you know, like I keep I keep seeing, you know, how many people over 75 years of age uh, uh, are at risk uh, and, and die from this disease. Uh, unfortunately, I don't see uh, how many actually survive it. Like, I, I don't seem to see those numbers. I don't know why that is. I don't seem to see, like, what those percentages are. So we don't know enough because we're not really sure who to trust and who we're getting the info from. So if that's the case, I mean, like Sean Payton, the Saints are doing it from a brewery. All right. First of all, um, are, are people going to tiptoe around being next to Sean Payton because he had coronavirus in the brewery? Uh, and secondly, who the hell staying sober during that draft? I mean, like, I mean, come on, you're at a brewery if you're at a, if, if it's like, you know, going to a liquor store and just, ah, you know, don't open it, Don't open any of the fridges. OK, sure. You got it. And the second they turn the corner, uh, you're ripping Dos Equis. I just I, I a lot of this stuff, I, it feels like it's it's a bit much. And I just wonder which teams are actually going to comply with what what the rules are and regulations are of all this.
3: Well, there's what they're going to say publicly and what they're going to do behind closed doors, yeah. you know, and how they feel about it. So it is what it is. Again, it's not like no one's it's not like people aren't taking this thing seriously. It's just the fact that they've still got a job to do. You know, there's a lot of people out there who still have a job to do and they're going out there and, and doing it, uh, understanding, you know, the potential risk that's in place. So in this case, I think when you think about the fact that what some of the plans are, the brewery or, or wherever else, or having it over at a coach's house. There's no doubt that they are going to, you know, there's going to be times when they're closer than six feet and they're going to break some of those rules. But again, I mean, that's, that's just the reality of the situation when you're still going to host a draft. And I'm sure all these guys, much like we said, what players would sign a waiver to do it, I'm sure the coaches and general managers would do the same thing. They'd all yeah. sign a waiver to, to take place in all of this and be able to have the draft and have their war room the way they want it.
4: Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next. um, Look, it's it's not bad news for everybody, but it might be bad news for a member of this show regarding one sports league. Find out who that is next here on FSR. For all the latest stuff from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, open up your ears and just sit back and listen to the quality that is. Steve DeSager.
6: Good evening, gentlemen. The NFL draft is scheduled for under three weeks away. It's due to start April 23rd and some teams reportedly will be drafting from home, not the office. There was that memo from the league this week. said the NFL will not mandate that a team's draft operations be moved off-site. We have three deaths from the pro football world in the last 24 hours to report. Last night, it was that former Saints kicker Tom Dempsey died of the coronavirus. He was 73. Today, former Houston Oilers coach Ed Biles died after a long battle with leukemia. He was 88. He was defensive coordinator when the Oilers made the AFC Championship game under Bum Phillips in 1978 and 79. And the Pro Football Hall of Fame has just announced that Bobby Mitchell died this afternoon. At the age of 84, he played for the Browns and Redskins. In fact, his first two years in Washington, 1962 and 63, he rushed for an average of 1,400 yards in a 14-game season. So about 100 yards per game for his first two years, Bobby Mitchell passing away. As for the basketball news. Kentucky guard Ashton Higgins declared for the NBA draft. Old Miss gets grad transfer Demencio Vaughn, a guard from Rider who averaged 15 points per game last season. Illinois guard Alan Griffin said he's transferring to Syracuse. And the new women's basketball coach at Texas, Vic Schaefer from Mississippi State, he's an alum of Texas A&M and a former assistant there. Today's virtual NASCAR race was won by William Byron on FS1 and Fox TV. Started from the poll, the event will re-air on FS2 tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern time, and FS1 will show it again on Wednesday night. And news from Jim Irsay, the Colts owner, that he's helping out again through his Twitter account. He says he has obtained 10,000 of those N95 masks critical to doctors and nurses these days, and he is donating them to the Indiana State Department of Health. And Chris Bielman, former NFL linebacker and analyst, has decided to sell much of his football memorabilia with all of the money going to people who have fallen on hard times because of this pandemic. Back to Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn.
4: Thanks, Steve. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Um, coming up, and I don't even, like I don't know how this is even possible. 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, a tweet has been sent out by live Bet Jesus. Um he makes picks on live sporting events every single week here on the show, but there are no sporting events. Uh, he's done it the last three weeks. I don't know what the hell he's got to bet on. Like there's, there's nothing out there. Nothing is happening. What, eSports? You think he would actually be so desperate to go eSports? What could you actually bet on right now, Brady?
3: Well, he lost last week. so Thank you. Um, the, he's He's got to try to make up for himself. If he went the eSports route, I'm going to be honest with you, this would be my advice. And and maybe Bobo and Lee could chime in on this with their opinion or DeSager for that matter. But the, he, he should probably just quit coming on. If, if you're going to venture into eSports at this point, now you're trying to gamble on that, yeah. you, you might as well just go ahead and stop coming on. <laughs>
4: Yeah, all oh, right. oh, oh, I don't know. I don't think that's necessary, Steve. I really, actually, don't Thank think you, that's Steve. necessary at all. Like, <laughs> Thank let you me for just support, Steve. a little, little behind the curtain here. Um, I feel like I'm on an island here because I I appreciate what Live Bet Jesus offers us. Even well, at least you're social distancing. Well, I mean, I mean that's even good. <laughs> even in the middle of a pandemic, Live Bet Jesus still comes on every single week. You to can
6: find team handball in Belarus. Y- you can
4: you can count on him. Unfortunately, um, the the two uh, the two negative Nancys on. This show, Steve Desager and Brady Quinn, uh, just continue to continue to mock him, ridicule him, celebrate his failures, make excuses There's plenty for to successes. Celebrate there. I, I just I don't think it's necessary. I think I think in this time of need, when people need love and warmth and compassion, you guys spitting all over his carcass. I don't think it's the right way. You
6: going to go back things. to the Nicaraguan soccer? That was a big hit I mean, a few weeks ago.
4: I mean, is that going on? I don't know. Uh, I don't Actually, know, I've read
6: that that is one of the what three countries that are still playing. I think Belarus. Bruce just started in front of Empty Stadium, so yeah, there are I options.
4: I mean, c- could he could he possibly, um, and listen, I mean, could he possibly make a live bet on, I don't know, like like Narcos uh, or Ozark no. on Netflix or, no. I mean, nothing,
3: okay? No, nothing of that nature. Right. Nothing of that nature. More Let's, his he'll speed. He'll eventually figure
6: it out. More hey, his speed way, could I, be one of these replayed classic games. that <laughs>
3: That's a good idea, Steve. Hey,
6: That's Giants, really Cowboys on tonight for a few Come years ago. don't
3: give him any more ideas. That is, is a know? good idea, Steve. Yeah, that is a <laughs> good idea, Steve. Hey, hey Desegre, you should have talked about Dempsey for a second though, because I mean, look, he used to hold the record for longest field goal in the NFL, sixty-three. Um which it was crazy because he beat the record. I want to say back how many years? Forty years ago? Is that how long it was?
6: Nineteen seventy and beating by seven yards. I
3: think he had, he had half, half a foot. foot, but it was by seven yards. Like yeah. to put it into perspective, I think the longest field goal kick now is what sixty four, mm-hmm. and and like the amount of kicks over sixty yards in the NFL, either not in Denver at altitude yeah. or not indoors. I don't know that any have been made that have been like 63, 64
6: yards. That's right. So, Prater was 64, right, at altitude. And he this, he was was only, this was right? only. sixty three. This was only. Right? was it Gano? Uh. Oh, for the for the new record. Well, for I who, do.
4: It wasn't it McManus. Didn't McManus? Yeah, go someone 64? else. I think someone
6: else has sixty four. Prater had sixty
4: three. It's in Denver. Oh, okay. it's, it's in Denver. It's like somebody on the Rockies setting the home run record. Well, to it's your point, like,
6: okay. it's fifty years where we're getting right. more more accurate kicking in the game these days. And I, I the did, only reason he lined up for it was it was the last play of the game and the goalposts were on the goal line so you you had the holder i mean not deep in his own end but in his half of the field trying the yeah. 63 yarder I, we played the uh, the call of don Cricky's call last night when we had this news come across ten thirty last night it was i mean it was the shock in the voice of the announcer was what we're talking about still 50 years later
4: by the yeah. way i heard i heard uh, the bears actually tried to sign dempsey last off season. I don't know if anybody wow. knew that or not. I'm just okay. saying, would have been an upgrade. I'm just saying, like, but but again, we could talk about Ryan Pace later on. Brady Quinn, you're a big fan of his hair. I mean,
3: that uh, I love his hair. Yeah, He's got tremendous true. hair.
4: Um, all right, uh, Br- listen, I, I don't. I'm not trying to be negative here, uh, but we were kind of throwing this around, and I don't know if you have one on the top of your head or if you've thought about this. But we were talking. All right, you know, instead of, uh, and this is where we are going to go negative. All right, so we apologize for this, but instead of um, which sport. Do you miss the most? thought, you know what? Screw that. Which sport do you miss the least right now? Which sport do you miss the least right now? And I got to be honest with you. For me, it's the NBA, Brady Quinn. And let me tell you why. Because it's so damn predictable. Right? <laughs> you, you, Even could, this year? Yes, even this year. You, you. It's still going to be three, four teams at the top and a bunch of also-rans who get into the postseason who have no shot whatsoever to do anything. And so for me... I miss the NBA the least of all sports, except for one thing. I miss... TNT on Thursday nights All right, I miss the NBA on TNT on Thursday nights Because I think it's the best studio show there's ever been And I just love their coverage And the way they present it So for that, for me, the NBA is the sport I miss the least, although I do feel like If they jump right into the playoffs If they jump right into the postseason um, They're going to probably be forced To eliminate every single round Being a seven game series Which I think would actually benefit them And I think I would like that a little bit more
3: yeah, me? although players I think would push back against that. There's Why? no way I think they'll jump right back in the playoffs. They'll, they'll, they'll be saying they're out of shape and they're not in basketball shape. They, it won't be you know fair com- from a competitive standpoint. Is but, there
4: something to that? By the way, as an athlete,
3: for sure, for sure. Because you because even though you like right now you're probably at home, you're training, you're, you're you know getting your, your workouts, et cetera, you might be watching film or wh- whatever it is. You know you're doing at this time. The problem is is you can't mimic the intensity of how you're going to react. You know, there's certain things where, especially in the game of basketball, right? Like when you're playing defense, you're reacting. And so you can't mimic the intensity of, you know, being able to react to a loose ball or how you're going to play defense or, you know, what you're trying to do when you have the basketball, right? A lot of those sorts of things, like you can only really feel and mimic in a game. And that's why when guys are coming back from injuries, they try to work them out, they're going to work them out, they're going to tire them out and stress them. Then they're going to have them scrimmage, and then they're going to have a play a little bit and then in a real live game before they just let them go all in, all out, right? Because you understand that there's a good chance you could reinjure injure you know, re-aggravate you know, or re-injure something because of that. Um, but, okay, can I give you my list real quick? Because I actually worked from, like, sports I miss the most backwards, to get oh, my answer. So that's boring. Go ahead. NHL, obviously love seeing my brother-in-law Jack Johnson yes. play. So, clearly, I, I miss seeing him in the Pens play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say baseball, but then I forgot uh, about Samarja. Like I, always, I always look forward to seeing him in pitch. Whenever he's down in Florida, I go try to go see him. So obviously I'll miss baseball for that reason. Uh, golf is outside of the major tournaments. It's great to take naps, too, when you have the opportunity. I miss Jim Nance's voice. <laughs> So I'm going to miss that. And so that basically leaves MLS. Like, I just, I don't think I'm going to miss the MLS at all. And by the way, I would put XFL above that, by the way. I enjoyed the XFL during the short stint, those five games, those five weeks. Um, I enjoyed that more so than I did the major league soccer. So I'm going to go ahead and just say major league soccer. I could have cared less whether it even went on this year.
4: That's good. That's uh, that's yeah. that's really really good there by Brady Quinn. By the way, you can see MLS games on FS1 uh, when it does come back. Uh, all right. Um, so you, do, now, <laughs> you act now how like do we you feel... don't have
3: other sporting <laughs> events on?
4: Too. How <laughs> <laughs> do, do you?
3: Unbelievable. Now, how do you and, feel? And what about... sport did you pick? Which sport was it? The NBA. Yeah, but then you so you circled back around and just completely contradicted your point by talking what about you how mean? you love the pregame show. You love Charles and, and I said and except and... for
4: that. I said except for that one thing.
3: Oh, okay. Well, then that yeah. kind of contradicts your whole point, then, doesn't I'm, it? Doesn't just, it, Jonas? Listen,
4: there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with compartmentalizing here on Fox Sports Radio. I, I, yeah, you're, you're I, bipolar. Just listen. Minute, okay? I don't listen. Listen, either that or maybe I didn't think the whole thing through correctly. I mean, it doesn't yeah, matter.
3: Regardless, yeah. well, uh, that's you know, it's here not nor material there. That you did Friday night. You know, it's I kind mean, of tough to <laughs> it again, right?
4: That's neither. That's neither here nor there. Um, I'll, I'll say, look, I like the NHL. Um, obviously, your brother-in-law being uh, a part of the NHL, the NHL playoffs. Is so fun and so entertaining. So I think I think that's something that I'm going to miss. Here's here's one sport that I do. Or, okay, we're getting we're getting kind of late, but I do think one sport made a mistake in in canceling a big event for theirs. All right, so I think well, one we can sport just talk
3: made, about next segment, right? Okay, yeah, let's do it next. Yeah, segment, we, we can right. we can forget whoever was else yeah. supposed to come on a visit.
4: Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll do it next segment here. Uh, and I don't know if Live Bet Jesus actually is going to make a pick. I don't think there's anything actually going on. Uh, so it's a uh, Brady Quinn. Show. He
3: can talk in the fourth hour.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Sure can. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, up next, one sport that may have made a big mistake and overreacted to everything that is happening. Uh, plus, Live Bet Jesus next year on FSR. That guy right over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we do have an announcement to make, or at least one team had an announcement to make regarding their quarterback position, and you can actually make money on it. Make money on this. That's coming up uh, a little over ten minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are awaiting the arrival of Live Bet Jesus. I don't know what the hell he's going to pick because there's nothing going on. Uh, so so we, be, are, uh, we, we are actually
3: waiting on him. We're not going to just use this segment to talk about something meaningful. Well, no, we
4: are. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying he pops up when he pops up. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, oh, I don't, gosh. I don't listen. I
3: don't control this stuff, man. I simply go. I mean, he's he's one, not like a second grade boy, right. you know, where well, he gets a little excited in class and it just happens. You know, you're not ready for it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Is that that what you're talking about? No, no, actually it wasn't. I don't even know what you're referring to.
4: Uh, All right, Brady Quinn, uh, how about (laughs) Wimbledon? Uh, Can I just tell you this? Whoever made the call to cancel Wimbledon, uh, of all the sports to where you really don't need fans there and they don't want them there because they tell them to shut up all the time when somebody's (laughs) serving, why did you need to cancel Wimbledon? Why couldn't you
3: have just played the tournament without fans? uh th- that's a great question and, and i'm actually thinking about like everyone else who's involved too <laughs> like the uh was it the, the ump the official whatever nobody's the they, next what, to each other what, like i was just gonna say like even the people who go after the, the loose tennis balls like they're not even that close to each other yeah i mean literally everyone would be confined to you know uh, abiding by whatever rules the six feet of distance social distancing everyone's already there anyway it's, it's a bit surprising. It, it is a bit surprising they would just go and outright cancel it, given actually how the sport is spaced out.
4: And, and also, considering how the sport, like you're looking for to, to build new stars. You want to build new stars. You can say what you want about the WWE and the UFC. The reason why they're still putting on events or trying to put on events is because they realize this is a golden opportunity. You're getting an audience that's desperate for something to watch. If tennis really wanted to make an impact and and, and start to you know promote some of these new stars in their sports, you've got the ability Ability to you just you didn't need fans there. They tell them to keep quiet all the time when somebody's serving. Um, you, you've, you've got the, ump, the the you've got the, the the ball boys. you've got the two competitors. The only time they're close to each other is at the end when they shake hands. Um, it, or they're sitting on the bench in between uh, in between sets. I just I, I felt like they jumped the gun. On. I really did. I, I thought there was an opportunity for them to strike and and get a bunch more attention than they probably normally get and they just I think they whiffed on it. I really do.
3: I will I will be curious to see what the numbers are for um for for the NFL draft this year. I mean I think that'll be an indication for a lot of people, but I forget who I was talking to about this. The Atlanta Falcons, like digital site, I think last year around the, the month of March had done like eighty thousand hits or something like that. <laughs> It's crazy this year, <laughs> 900,000, literally 900,000. Like people had gone on to look at highlights, different clips and video and the month wasn't even over. That was up until like March, I think the 26th. So just to give you any indication of how badly people are cooped up in their house, looking for content. Uh, that's just <laughs> one of many examples. Interesting. It's crazy. Are you waiting yeah. on something there?
4: Oh, my God. Oh, oh, is. Is. Okay. Unbelievable. Okay. Yeah.
3: Unbelievable. <laughs> you, you saw it coming uh, from a mile away, huh? This
4: is crazy. No, the lights flickered here in the studio, I mean, and I can't see. Any- All right, Did now there's a distracted? piece of paper. There's a piece of paper falling well, down onto the well, desk here well, on Fox Sports Radio. Brady, just so you know, listen, I want you to know that we're on the up oh, yeah, and up here. Yeah, yeah. On, on is FSR. it legit? Tell okay, me if just it's legit. Listen.
3: Yeah, let me hear. What was that, a post it note?
4: It is tonight on the fifth day of April 2020 that I Live Bet Jesus proclaim the pick to be over 90 seconds for Steve DeSager's update at the bottom of next hour. Unbelievable. (laughs) Brady! Can you believe that? (laughs) This is crazy. I didn't even know you could bet on this sort of stuff. Over 90 seconds? I mean, that sounds like a winner. I'm bet on
3: Steve. (laughs) That sounds like a winner, Brady.
1: Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Thura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: So if you are in the business of making money and you want to make money, all you need to do is trust that one NFL organization is going to be stubborn. We'll tell you why that is coming up here in just a couple of moments. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We hope you are safe and sound. Hang out with us here uh, as we uh, crack a few jokes, uh, talk some sports, and and bring you positivity, which is uh, something so rare to find uh, in sports media these days. And we do it all live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Ladies and gentlemen, the pride of Dublin, Ohio, Brady Quinn.
3: Jonas, um, we've still got a lot to talk about tonight's show. We do. Uh, I want to backtrack (laughs) to the last segment. What's that? Uh, You are now betting you are now betting on Steve DeSager's updates <laughs> at you, the bottom of the hour. What do you mean? Or, excuse me. Live bet Jesus is now yeah. betting on um, Steve DeSager's updates. For, for, I'm rooting for DeSager, okay? Under 90 seconds, I think he can do it. For, um, I, nah, heck, I, I hope he goes under 30 just to spite you.
4: Uh, now for the, uh, for the audience, that's just tuning in uh, for the people that are just now tuning in live bet. Jesus uh, appeared a few minutes ago here on Fox sports radio and his bet. And he tweeted it out at live bet. Jesus, his bet is Steve to over 90 seconds uh, in his next update at the bottom of the hour. So uh, apparently uh, he has been studying Steve and he knows that in the bottom of the hour, Steve's going to go over 90 seconds. Uh, so it's a decent payout, Brady Quinn, and, and we shall see what happens. I mean, I mean, it feels like a good bet to me. I don't know. I mean, if you were to pick a side on that, uh, which side would you go on the over or the under 90 seconds?
3: Are you daring him to hit the over? Is what that you what you're saying? No, I
4: mean, if he hits the over, I bet Jesus wins.
3: I understand that. So I feel just, like you're trying to put huh. Steve in a position where he's Not. he's going to be short and he's he, going to be brief and he's going to be under 90 seconds.
4: He is a broadcast professional. He's the best update anchor I've ever heard in my life. I've told this story on the air before. When I used to do updates here at Fox Sports Radio, my shift would end at five o'clock Pacific time or four o'clock Pacific time. I'd do my last update. <laughs> I'd get in my car and when I would drive home, I'd want to see how Steve's top of the hour update because usually the first update you do during a long shift is not necessarily your best one you're trying to find your rhythm i swear to christ every single time his first update was better than any of my best update i ever did during my shift and it pissed me off so i realized there are certain people you can't mess with don't don't uh, don't play horse with michael jordan and don't try and do an update next to steve DeSager. you will feel humbled Saying, man. Well,
3: first off, uh, I think every single bit of that story is true because Steve will always be better than you at doing updates. So, okay, thank you. Know that, know that good. to begin with. I agree. And also, as good as hair as you have. Ryan Pace, the general manager for the uh, Chicago Bears, he will always also have better hair than what you have.
4: Thank you. Uh, so nothing but compliments here on Fox Sports Radio. Before we get into that topic here, uh, Brady's uh, boyhood team, the Chicago Bears, uh, let's go live to our I've Got Something I'd Like to Squeeze in Here so I can derail your NFL Conversation Insider, Bobo,
7: for the latest. Bobo. No, no I don't want to say nothing because I feel bad, but it just okay. sounded like a little bit of brown nosing from somebody. Okay. Uh, can we yeah, say that? Why do you ever
3: air? compliment Bobo or Lee like that?
7: Um He does when he needs he something. I'm just
4: yeah. <laughs> I do, all right. yeah I I you it's a bit I of a barter like a, system. Is that yeah, what you saying there, Bobo? Like uh like, yeah. uh like like hey Bobo, I need uh never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, never mind. And and uh and uh, Lee, look, Lee and I have a great relationship, Lee to laugh I mean he doesn't give me enough attention, but we have a great relationship. Uh, well, yeah,
3: yeah, I was gonna say he's he's preoccupied. And and also so he's, gotta, he's gotta do the show, man.
4: And and also uh um Lee prefers Bobo over me, if you know what I mean. Yes. If you I know mean, what I mean, I,
3: yes, I do too. Yeah. Yes, I, trust that me, that. I try yeah. to bring Bobo on the show as much yeah. as possible, which you frown upon.
4: Uh, I just—that's uh, that, not necessarily. It just—it just—it's just half the time I don't like what he says. Uh, all right. Uh
3: Brady Quinn. Uh,
4: <laughs> Brady Brady Daniel Brady Brady, Brady Quinn. Uh, all right. I thought so, you were just
3: holding his Instagram videos against him. No, that, no, that's, 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 that's really you. what I thought it uh,
4: That's absolutely you. Don't worry, we'll figure it out in the streets, man. Uh, all right, uh here's here's the King thing. Crenshaw. Um you you uh you came out strong. This past week, because there was a uh, the Chicago Bears come out Friday and they have this news conference and they talk or this teleconference and they have this uh, this discussion about how there's going to be an open quarterback competition heading into next year between Mitch Trubisky and the recently acquired Nick Foles. Um, You and, and you can actually bet on this. And Nick Foles is a pretty sizable favorite all things considered, to be the starting quarterback week one of the NFL season. You totally disagree, and you can actually bet money on this. Um, I lean towards your side, but for people out there that want to make a little bit of coin, why do you believe that Mitch Trubisky is going to be the starter week one for the Bears?
3: Because I don't think that they can do it the other way around. and like I don't think they can go back to Mitch. I would say right now, okay, because you have to look at it this way. For starters, they still have to make a decision on his fifth-year option. They will have to do that in the coming months. okay? That's the first thing. And so you sign on Nick Foles. And if you're expecting him to be your starter, we're probably going to find out that they're not going to pick up his option. They're most likely going to let him go on into free agency. And they are going to get nothing, nothing out of the guy they took number two overall. So any sort of comment and and all that it could be posturing for a team that might be interested in Trubisky and maybe the Bears would be willing to trade him before the draft, before everything starts taking place. Like, sounds like a crazy scenario, but it doesn't make any sense in my mind if you're bringing in Foles to start and then just going to have Trubisky ride the bench. Like, I think they're bringing Foles in to, to compete with Trubisky but I think if all things are equal or if it's close, Trubisky gets the nod, And I do think that's how they're going to start the season. I know Nick Foles has past experience with Matt Nagy and KC and Bill Lazor, their new offensive coordinator in Philly. But not having an offseason, you know, not knowing what we're going to have, if they're going to get any OTAs or minicamp back or if yeah. it's just going to be training camp, not knowing all of that, wouldn't you think it'd play to the advantage of Trubisky, like if you had less practice time and you're Matt Nagy and you've got to figure out who your starter is week one, I would err on the side of saying, yeah, we've got to go with a guy who knows the personnel better than Nick Foles, who knows our system because, look, you can have the same offensive coordinator or the same head coach, but there might be some tweaks and changes. I had Brian Dable in 2009 and then again in 2012. That offense was entirely different just in three years' time. And he'd been to he'd been to two other teams, besides that. So there've been a ton of changes uh, that he made over the course of that time. So my point is this: I don't think that they brought Foles in to necessarily be the guy right away. I think if they wanted someone like that, they would have signed Jameis Winston. They would have brought in Cam Newton. They would have brought in a guy who I think both those guys, Cam, when healthy, I mean, he's got to be, in my opinion, your best option. If you want to win right now, I don't know how much tread he's got left on the tire, but he would be my best option. And then Jameis, I think, is worth kicking the tires on for a two- or three-year contract to see what he's capable of doing, too, given that he led the league in passing yards. I just don't think you bring in Nick Foles to come in there and say, yeah, it's it's a competition, he's going to be the guy week one. None of this lines up to make any sense of that whatsoever, unless unless they want to posture like that and maybe sniff around and see what they could get something back in return for Trubisky. Otherwise, there's not going to be a market for him.
4: Yeah, and it's it's basically a waste of a roster spot. If you went into the season with your number two overall pick and he wasn't your starter, it's the waste of a roster spot. Unless, look, the preseason rolls around. I mean, I'm, I hope I'm I hope I'm not offending anybody. We're actually talking like there's going to be a preseason, so I apologize to those of you that are being offended who cover the NFL. But if there is a preseason and Trubisky goes out there and just vomits and defecates all over himself, then I could see them making the move. But to your point, it doesn't it doesn't make sense for them to roll in with. Trubisky and have him ride the bench afterwards, um, and and you can go to Nick Foles. It just what did Tennessee do? I'll bet Tennessee going into last season. I'll bet Mike Vrabel had a pretty good idea. That Ryan Tannehill was a better fit for that team than Marcus Mariota at the start of the season. I, I'd be I'd be willing to bet that. I bet that he knew early on that Marcus Mariota wasn't as good for that team as Ryan Tannehill was. But you you needed to see it play out on the field in a brand new season, fresh, to see if there was any sort of improvements. And once you were you were totally positive that there wasn't, then you make the move and you go to Foles. And barring injury, I don't think they go back to Trubisky after that. I just don't. Think it happens. I think once you make the switch to Foles, that's a wrap. He's your quarterback, and then Trubisky's gone the season after.
3: Right, and, and again, it works the same way. in talking about it, if 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 you started off with Foles, like to me, you can't go to Trubisky. No. He's lost all confidence at that point. I think if you ended up putting back in the game, it's probably because Foles gets hurt. It's mm-hmm. not because you know it's because Foles is you know playing bad. Uh, for, I mean, take a look for example at the cap hits. I think the dip, the, the the biggest difference in this case is. Marcus Mariota was the paid man last year in Tennessee. That would be the other reason from an economical standpoint, besides the fact that he was, you know, that that number two overall selection and you wanted to see what you had in him, he was also getting about 20 million, right? He was on that fifth year option of his rookie deal. Yeah. This year it's different for Trubisky. You know, his dead cap hits about nine million this year, I want to say. And so because of that, in comparison to Foles, his dead cap hits twenty million. And so he's not the paid man. I mean, economically, you could make a case that, yeah, Fool's because he's paid, he, he should be the guy that's going into it because they're paying for his contract. Like they, They've got to deal with this. Um, but like I said, I think it's going to be Trubisky and then very similar to Tennessee. I don't know if it's going to take six games, but I think at a certain point, if they don't see good enough play from him, I think Nagy's feeling the pressure. I think Ryan Pace is feeling a little bit oh, of pressure. Yeah. I think they'd look to make a change. And that's the interesting thing about all this is Pace is the one who traded up to take Trubisky in a draft where he could have had Mahomes. He could have had Deshaun Watson. He chose to take Trubisky instead. And he's almost admitting the mistake now if he wants to say that, or if he's allowing Matt Nagy to say, it's an open competition. You're basically putting out there that, yeah, I made a mistake. That's why I went and brought in a guy like Nick Foles and traded for him. Because you know we wanted to bring in a guy that we felt like could get the job done because we feel like we are a playoff team. We just hadn't been able to reach those aspirations.
4: And they gave Nick Foles, if if I'm correct on this, and you know this stuff better than me when it comes to contracts and what they actually mean as opposed to what's reported, but the way that it was restructured this past week, Nick Foles can actually – there's a player option – after this season correct to where he can get out of the contract which maybe is a little more incentive similar to Ryan Tannehill signing a one-year deal and not the two years that Tennessee wanted to give him that Nick Foles will have the ability to get out of that if I'm not mistaken I think that's what that's what the restructuring was that he, that he has a, a player
3: option at the end of this year I don't know that I've, I've seen that I, I know there's a potential out after this year in yeah. his contract meaning like they can move on and really limit their cap hit whatsoever after this year I know that much as far as what they were what they were bringing on. I don't know about the player option, with uh, w- w- within Foles' contract.
4: And, and look, Ryan Pace, and we can talk about Mitch Trubisky and trading up one spot uh, to go to go take him. I mean, it's not it's not just Trubisky, okay? It's Kevin White. Kevin White was drafted number seven overall. Um, he had injuries and that's that 's just a bad break, but he drafted a wide receiver number seven overall. Then he traded up and he drafted leonard floyd leonard floyd 's not a bear anymore. They ended up not even keeping him around for for another season they They let him walk and they released him um, outside of roquan smith i don 't like who have they hit on in the first round they 've hit on a couple of later round picks Tariq cohn 's been a good player um, eddie jackson 's been a really solid player. But they just they haven't hit. He hasn't hit on picks. And he's traded away a bunch of picks. This is two years in a row. They don't have a first round pick because they traded those away for Khalil Mack. So I, I think I think Ryan
3: one of the two by, by the way, that that's one strategy. If you're not good at selecting players in the draft trade those draft picks away and try <laughs> That's to true. acquire guys who've true. already proven themselves yeah. in the
2: league
4: it's like a garage sale you know like hey, i don't need this coffee table anybody want this i have no use for this um yeah i just when do you let me ask you this before we get to break here when do you think before the move was made when do you think mike vrabel knew that they were better off with ryan Tannehill? Do you think it was right before he made the decision, or do you think he had a feeling early on, based on the fact that he wasn't uh, he wasn't part of the regime that drafted Marcus Mariota?
3: Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it took longer than you think because you can go throughout training camp and have an idea, but not really know until you get into the season. And I think when you look at this past year, I mean, the Titans went what nine and seven for the fourth straight year. It's it, and it's not like your margin. Uh, of error is is big enough where you can afford to go a couple more weeks, you know, not feeling great about the quarterback situation. So I actually think it did need to play out about how it did. Like I think they probably took it as far as they could with Marcus Mariota and giving him that opportunity, and then then saying to themselves, okay, this is why we brought in Ryan Tannehill. Let's bring him in now. It's what six games into the season, we'll see what he can do in the final ten. And if we can get in the playoffs, maybe we feel like we can continue to keep building like they did to an AFC championship game.
4: Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. You can check out the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up next, um, somebody on this show called their shot. Uh, they said that this was the plan, and apparently for one NFL quarterback, they listened to this show because that is their plan as well, too. Find out who we're talking about next here on FSR.
0: Joseph,
1: listen to "Becoming an Icon," part of the Michael Thurau Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Is this Slipknot? Nice. A little bit of hard rock. Three A little hard rock on a Sunday, huh? How about that.
3: Is this Mr. Three Hundred Five? I don't know. I think I think it is. It I is. You, Good uh, job. I, yeah.
4: I heard there's a, a Brady Quinn cover band called uh, Mr. Third Leg. Uh, I don't know if anybody's Anybody's... <laughs>
3: I've I've already messed up once tonight. I'm pretty sure, uh, pretty sure, got dumped. So uh, I'm not I'm not going to say anything any further. I was actually uh, going to make a reference to that,
7: but you beat uh, me to
4: it. all right. Um. So, uh, but hey, uh, all is well here. You did uh, get
3: Brady that, didn't Quinn. you, Bobo? <laughs> you, you I don't know. All.
4: Let oh, me go back God. and listen again. Let's <laughs> see we'll see if the see if the check clears. I mean, it, it uh, quasi
3: slipped out. Yeah, I, I couldn't really help it. Oh uh, wait, really not help me. Him. Hold on.
4: Yeah, we'll see if uh, see if the check clears. Uh, all right, uh, Brady Quinn. Um, uh, Jonas Stocks here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up in, we'll call it a little, we'll call it a little less than ten minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we do have another edition of Headline or Lie. Uh, if you want to be a part of the most action-packed game show anywhere on sports radio. 877-99-ON-FOX, 877-996-6369, Headline or Lie. Uh, it is Can't Miss Radio Gold. Brady Quinn and I are looking for a partner each uh, to go ahead and compete and go one-on-one. The last couple of weeks, Brady, I think we're like three weeks in a row we've gone into sudden death on Headliner Lie. It's been crazy. Yeah.
3: yeah, we've gone into OT three weeks in a row. Um, and, and here's the thing that I've noticed is usually – your guy buzzes in first in ot i think only one of those three my guy actually buzzed in first <laughs> yeah. um but yeah. it, it's odd that it always works out that way like yeah, it, it th- always works out the way that you hear your guys name first
4: i i don't know maybe just more more uh You know. i think just better prepared um mm, you know it's like uh like you usually end up with johnny ringo and i've got doc holiday and we know who's got the fastest gun in that duo i mean i don't know what to tell you man that matchup yeah,
3: just, you just made an outdated awesome. reference that no one in 2020 knows anymore
4: well you know what uh, with how much tv people are watching you could go back to movies are you talking about tombstone 30s. is that what you're talking
3: yeah, about tombstone
4: yeah, yeah. No. So right, right now people will watch anything let me tell you something
3: yeah i was gonna say next up jaws when, when you're coming with one of those references what else do you have in your back your pie breakfast club what, um, what else do you come I out haven't, with? i
4: haven't used days of thunder in a while that could come up at some point days of thunder backdraft i mean how do you want it I mean how you want it to come on I'm just letting you know. Uh you go we go. Uh, all right, Brady Quinn um so again headliner line coming up less than 10 minutes from now. Brady Quinn, Cam Newton. Um he is still not a quarterback in the National Football League because he doesn't have a team currently. Now if you were to say, uh, if you were to ask somebody, hey, from the 2011 draft class, um Blaine Gabbert is the only quarterback taken in the first round, currently employed by an NFL team. Uh, people are, ah, now you're crazy. No, I mean, when you consider Jake Locker, Christian Ponder, Cam Newton, um, none of those guys currently are on an NFL roster. That is a fact. But I will give credit where credit is due, and I don't want to do this. Brady Quinn called a shot called his shot a week ago here. You talked about it and you said there was a benefit to Cam Newton waiting until after the NFL draft before he made his decision where he wants to sign. And according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, He says, uh, and you can take a bow on this, Brady Quinn, that that is exactly the plan that is being considered. Cam Newton wants to wait and see how everything shapes out after the draft before he decides on a team uh, so that if he goes and signs with some team and they draft a quarterback, then he's up S. Creek with a toilet paper paddle. So round of applause, bravo. Brady Quinn, you called your shot. Good for you.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, again, I think just looking at Cam Newton, what he's brought to the table and what he is – that's what he's presented with. Like that's the best way moving forward for him to be able to have clarity into the situation he's ending, you know, ending up into. There was um, there was an article actually written and it talked about uh, former what was it, vice president of player personnel in New England, Scott Pioli, yeah. uh, who was with the Patriots for seven years, and he said, look, the reason why I don't think Cam would make sense in New England, even though you could make a case. They could use him as their starting quarterback. They need a starting quarterback. He just goes, Bill Belichick and Cam Newton aren't going to jive. You know, Bill Belichick is a football guy, number one, uh, foremost. That comes before anything else. And he goes, look, Cam Newton's a football guy, but there's also this element of off the field entertainment and marketing and branding yeah. that he's also about. And maybe they're they're closer than you think as far as things being equal. Bill doesn't care about that. Treats everyone the same. He goes, that's gonna be an issue. Cause Cam tends to be a guy that maybe got to treat a little bit different. Cause he is rare. When you look at his skill set and ability, he's putting posting all those videos of him working out. You don't see many people walking around this planet that look like Cam that can do the things Cam can do. But that doesn't mean it's a good fit for your team if if that's not the type of character or persona you want to have in there as your leader in the locker room. So um I you know, I look. I would kick the tires on him. I've I've told you before, I love Cam. I, I think he's the type of guy that I'd want to bring in if I want to enhance competition on my roster. And, you know, especially with the league is now, he's still going to be a mobile quarterback. We don't know how much, again, tread is on the tire, but I think when he's healthy, we know what he's capable of. He's been an MVP before. He's taken a team to a Super Bowl. I think if you put a good team around him, a good roster around him, I, th- I think he could go pretty far. That's just my opinion of him, but again, we'll have to wait and see. But it's it, to me, that's the clearest thing for him to do is let the chips fall. Let's see where the, what happens in the draft with Joe Burrow. If Tua tonga and the concern about his hip, maybe he falls in the draft farther than people think. Maybe Jordan Love doesn't end up being a first-round quarterback, which sends you a different signal if you're a fan, if you're a cam, if you're the team. Maybe you feel like you, you've you got a year or two in there to go prove yourself and, and that you're the starter um, that someone else can really invest into and play throughout your mid-30s into your late-30s. Who knows? But that seems to be the best plan moving forward.
4: Now, we're going to discuss later on in the show, um, There's there were some trade possibilities that were thrown out there, and a couple of them were were pretty interesting as far as – and one of them involves a quarterback going to a certain team. So we'll get into that. But I just – I want to throw this at you. So if if we're thinking about Cam Newton wanting to go somewhere after the draft, knowing he's not going to have to compete with a quarterback that was just drafted, and we're looking around the National Football League, and we're looking for situations in which you don't have a – I mean, you've got a starting quarterback, um, but it's not, it's not a solid starter. It's not set in stone that this is our starting quarterback moving forward. Can I just throw out the Jacksonville Jaguars? as a possibility for Cam Newton. I don't think they're taking a quarterback in the draft. Gardner Minshew had moments where he played really well last year, but why not why not Jacksonville for a, a potential destination for Cam Newton? And I know there's another quarterback out there which makes some sense if you look behind the scenes and who's on that coaching staff that we'll talk about later, but do you think Cam Newton could be a possibility in Jacksonville with Gardner Minshew being the starter and, and, and potential to play?
3: Yeah, maybe. I mean, to me, they're they're more in a rebuild. Like, if I was Jacksonville, I'd rather bring in Jameis Winston because he's younger. And I think that's – that actually had a weird point because Doug Marone, I think, was able to survive the Tom Coughlin firing. Um, everyone looked at Tom Coughlin and said, you know, the, the ridiculous fines and, and the environment there in, in the facility and around the team, that was all Tom. You know, that was Tom micromanaging. That wasn't what Doug Marone wants. okay. So now Doug Marone's the head coach, they bring in Jay Gruden to be their OC. We'll we'll talk about maybe a better fit uh for that quarterback spot with Jay. But they've got a year <laughs> to turn this around. And the the unfortunate part is, you know, they've got some good edge rushers, but there's there's no guarantee they're not going to deal Unique Ngakwe to some other team before the draft. You know, I mean, he's under the franchise tag, but well, we don't know if he's going to be there or not. And, and and they've already dealt almost that entire defense has either retired or isn't there um, since the AFC championship year. I mean, that team has gone through dramatic turnovers. So they're in more of a rebuilding phase. And I think if I'm Cam and and that's my last resort to start, I don't even know if I'd want to go there and, and take that opportunity only because DJ Chark had a good year last year. Fournette's still there, but maybe he's not even still there. I mean, there's just a lot of things up in the air. Like, I actually think... That's a worse offense around him than maybe anything he's even played in. And, and I don't know if he wants that for that next opportunity. That would be one that I think would be really, really hard for me to see him you know, going into. Um, just given all of the things around him and just I think probably the lack of stability with what's going to happen there a year from now.
4: Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, at the end of your first years. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Up next, we have got Headliner Lie. 877-99 on Fox. Last call for phone calls. If you want to be a part of the most action-packed game show in Anywhere on sports radio on a Sunday night. That is coming up next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Steve DeSager. Now,
6: if I may, for those who weren't with us last hour, it's just Mm going to be a normal update. We're going to just lay the cards out where they may. But live bet loser had over one and a half minutes right, and it'll be right right around then, right. And yeah, I
4: think so by the way, Steve, how are you? Uh, how's everything going on your end like as far as like doing okay, uh, Yeah. yeah.
6: Happy yeah. to be here doing at 20 seconds. Happy. All to- right, uh let's uh,
4: let's, uh <laughs> Actually actually
6: the update hasn't started
4: yet. Oh, the, the music hit. All right, I'm going by the music. Right? Actually, listen, I'm just I mean we're at 30 seconds now. Um so It I hasn't just, started you know, yet, actually. Uh, listen, I am not counting 33. I am not counting, Steve. So it I, hasn't this is started not started yet, actually. Me. Um I'm just I'm just saying, uh this is uh In you fact, know, just, you'll
6: know whether it went over or under the minute and a half for real once we do start. If it goes over, we'll hear over the Oh, okay. Well, that'll be good. <laughs> I mean, well, All right, like and, then if, and then if it's under, I guess. Okay, I mean, no, so something. Okay, very, very something good. to look Where, forward we to. We have a clock right now. Definitely. Second. Well, we have. Realize. It's at zero. We one haven't minute, actually. This is what's minute. known in radio as crosstalk. So the update oh. actually hasn't started yet. One Ask one. anyone in management. Uh, shall we begin? <laughs> Let me know when we begin, and the minute yeah. and a half, the clock will go.
4: One twelve. I'm not counting, Steve. So mm-hmm. don't even worry about it. Okay. Why don't I just start
6: now? Since it's still, I see it's still at zero. I'll just start now. 18. Kentucky guard Ashton Hagens declared for the NBA draft. Old Miss gets grad transfer Demencio Vaughn, a guard from Ryder who averaged 15 points a game last season. Illinois guard Alan Griffin said he's transferring to Syracuse with two years of eligibility left. Today's virtual NASCAR race was won by William Byron on FS1 and Fox TV. He started from the poll. The event will re-air on FS2 tomorrow night. Three of the Diamondbacks' minority owners are suing, saying they're being forced out according to The Athletic. Pro football Hall of Famer Bobby Mitchell passed away this afternoon at the age of 84 in 1962 and 63. He averaged over 1,400 yards receiving with Washington on a 14 game schedule. Former Houston Oilers coach Ed Biles died after a long battle with leukemia. He was 88 years old. He was defensive coordinator when the Oilers made the AFC Championship game in 1978 and 79. The NFL draft is scheduled to start April 23rd, under three weeks away. What's Fox the draft TV. Order? Do you
4: have the draft order, Steve, <laughs> by <any time?
6: laughs> No, I do know uh, the most cap space right now. Okay, the team that reportedly has the most is Cleveland and then Houston, Detroit, and Philadelphia. Uh, Fox TV will air a different Super Bowl every Sunday afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Today was Green Bay-Pittsburgh. Next Sunday, Giants-Patriots. Also through the month of April, FS1 will carry classic NFL postseason games on Thursday, Friday nights. This Thursday night, Giants-Eagles from 2010. Back to you.
4: Tw- who is the starting uh, starting quarterbacks for 2020?
3: Damn it! Yeah. I can't
4: escape. Street.
3: I love it. I absolutely love it. Well done, Steve. Kiss my scene. ass. Way to put guys. live bed, Jesus in his place. screw under job. The, and, and at, he, at the kids' okay. table. How does it feel, Jonas? And he's
4: got to play this, this crappy kid? song to, to dance on graves here on FSR. Oh, I'm just dancing all
3: over you, buddy. Yeah. Dance
4: yeah. this.
3: All another right. L, another L for live Bet Jesus. You this know what that is? It's two BS, weeks in a row. That's what the that's L stands for. This
4: is, this is such BS, go. man. That's dirty pool by everybody involved. All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Live Bet Jesus gets jobbed again. But you know what, Brady Quinn? It's time for this. <laughs>
7: News. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news
4: desk. What's the good news? Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. All right, let's get right to it here because Steve DeSager went well over 90 seconds in his update. Uh, Let's go to Wisconsin here. Uh, Mike is with us on Fox Sports Radio. Mike, what's happening?
2: How's it going, guys?
4: Uh, We're hanging out, Mike. Uh, Mike, who do you want to team up with, myself or Brady Quinn? Uh, Let's go, Brady.
3: Course. let's do it
1: mike yeah a <laughs> mike let me now. let
3: me ask you this though mike have you had a few adult beverages today
1: um well it depends what you call a few no i had three oh. <laughs> and,
3: and, anything over 10 is a few
1: okay
4: <laughs> all right yeah all right uh jesse is in portland uh here on fox sports radio jesse what's happening
3: i'm about three quarters of the way through a fifth of whiskey Oh, Jesus. There it is. What kind of whiskey? Hey, hey. (laughs) It's McCormick's. (laughs) There it is. Uh, But I did want to play with... I wanted to pick you, Jonas, so all right, that's good, for you. good. The double Jesse, J's. Yeah, that's good. right. You, you, you go Big with
4: McCormick's. Uh, you go with the Irishman on this show. You go with Jonas Knox. That's for sure. Yeah, you're not Irish. Yeah, right. you're uh, not Irish. Uh, I'm the waist down. All right, uh, Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, guys, here's how this works. We're going to read a headline to uh, each other's partner. You have to tell us whether or not it's an actual headline or a lie. If we're tied, we go to sudden death overtime. Easy enough, guys? Sounds good. There we go. Mike in Wisconsin. All right. Mike in Wisconsin, headliner live. Brady Quinn's partner, Mike in Wisconsin. Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk became emotional and wept on the air while discussing the NFL having a season in 2022. Headline. Sit down. Yes.
3: He's already sitting. You say that every week. He's, he's Mike is already sitting right now. By the All way, right? the fact
4: that the fact that that could be an actual headline.
3: i ought to tell you. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, he gets a lot of that on our show. All right, Jesse. Here we go. Headline or lie? <laughs> Via ESPN Radio, college football analyst Kirk Herbstreet states he'll be shocked if the NFL or college football have a season next year. Radio hosts ask if Herbstreet believes he will be paid. He replied, "Of course. Check my contract." <laughs>
1: headline damn it damn it damn it, damn it. <laughs>
3: that's a good little that really sounded like, good little, like it might have been good it little might addition. Have
4: been real, huh? that's a good good little addition it there. does beg uh, the
3: question i mean <laughs> it, these guys are calling for everything to be canceled do, they, do they expect to get paid still yeah of course don't report on it don't stop no. reporting on it
4: uh all right here we go mike in wisconsin brady quinn's partner headliner live a former NFL quarterback is behind bars after a neighbor complained to Fort Lauderdale police that he went door-to-door, grabbed his crotch, and said, quote, I got your coronavirus right here.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm going to say that's got to be a headline. <laughs> Damn, baby. Now I know Mike wants me to lose. Now I have 100% bottom of the fact Mike wants me to lose. All right. All right. I guess I'm... it's one versus three. That's fine. Here we go, Jesse. Headline or lie? President Trump hosts conference call with major professional sports commissioners, including UFC, WWE, and esports, to determine a roadmap back to play.
4: Headline. What? Was esports was e- that, that, not there? Is that, no, esports the was not. Okay,
3: As we discussed earlier in All today's right. show. Yeah. If if you ever if you ever do a live bet on, on esports anything, I swear I'll quit. I will okay. quit on the spot on you.
4: All right. Uh, Headliner. That was right? an esports thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, geez. I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, Mike, uh, Brady Quinn's <laughs> partner here on Fox Sports Radio. Mike, headline or lie? In New Jersey, a 100-year-old man was arrested at a funeral for violating the state's ban on public gatherings. I'm,
1: I'm going to
3: go headline. Had to get one right, Mike. Well done. Somebody's all right, here we go, Jesse. Right <laughs> headline crazy. or lie? 95 year old WW2 vet beats coronavirus, stating, I survived the foxholes of Guam. I can get through this coronavirus BS.
4: Headline. Yeah,
3: baby. Well yeah, done. A little bit of that stud, by the way.
4: Hey, by the way, how come we don't what hear a, a lot? Of, how come we don't hear a lot about that one, Brady Quinn? How come they don't? There's not a lot of reporting. on I the saw guy?
3: another article like a hundred-year-old guy ha- had huh. had recovered. Yeah, I saw that too. Huh?
4: Yeah. Interesting. He was really like
3: 102. That. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it was the oldest oldest person to beat it. Crazy. I, I wish we heard more of that Andy. stuff. Survived the Spanish flu in 1918. All
4: right, what are you, who are you, Wolf Blitzer? Come on, man. We're playing a game here. Right, here uh, headline or lie here on Fox Sports Radio. Headline or lie. Um, uh, Mike, you ready? Mike, are you there?
3: He's taking a drink.
4: Mike in Wisconsin, are you there? Oh, did we lose him?
3: I win! Well, not not technically. We tied. You tied.
4: Hey, Lee, true, did we lose true. Mike in Wisconsin? Okay. Well, hey, on a different note, hey enough.
3: Jesse, Jesse, let me ask you this one then, Jesse. If you answer this one right, you win. Okay. okay fair enough. Okay. It, it all weighs on this, Jesse. This you got is it. Such BS. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Here we go. For the headline or line? You guys are the lie.
4: greatest show on the weekend.
3: Here we go. Wait, Wait, headline do we, have, do we have
4: Mike back. All right, Mike. Yeah, I'm back, bad. Right? I'm sorry about that. All right, Mike. Here oh, we go. Man. All right, all right, Mike. Here we go.
3: Headline so or line? So much
4: drama. to ruin it, Jonas. Mike in Wisconsin. Headline or line? Yeah. Dublin Kaufman High School in Ohio is requesting the upcoming season be canceled because, quote, we can't beat Hilliard-Davidson anyways.
3: That's a headline. Is this one of your buddies who called in and is trying to give me to read? <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right, here we go, Jesse.
3: Headline or lie. National radio host dies after choking to death on poison mushrooms while pleasuring himself to Rex Ryan's foot fetish clips on Pornhub.
2: <laughs> lie
3: <laughs> what do you think I got that material from
4: I don't know probably one of your burger accounts yeah, uh, here we your go birder accounts uh, all right uh, Mike if you miss this it's over uh, we win all right so here we go headliner lie Mike Brady Quinn's partner if you miss this it's over all right headliner lie a North Carolina man was arrested at a Walmart for coughing at a shopper and claiming he had coronavirus the headline. That's good. Oh, that's good. When he's come here, here. he's to Come back
3: there. All right, Jesse. For all the marbles, buddy. Headline or lie. Florida man attempts to create his own big cat rescue like Joe Exotic. Instead, gets mauled by his first pet, a two-year-old Bengal tiger.
1: (laughs) Um, Lie. Lie.
4: Yeah! yeah! Big time, baby. That's how it's done, Brady Quinn. Job well yeah. done you there, finally Jesse get a win. Portland.
3: You finally God. get a win. It, it
4: feels good, man. It feels so good. All right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, up next, interesting movement potentially in the NFL. We'll tell you what it is here on Fox Sports Radio. This is good. This is good. Little Pantera, Brady Quinn. How about this? You big fan? I'm actually glad Bobo
3: played this. (laughs) I mean, I feel like we've all been waiting for tonight, you know?
4: Yeah. That moment. Yeah, we sure have. I've been waiting a long time. Let me tell you about it. Mm. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up, uh, so I want to make sure we got enough time for this. There's a there's a potential landing spot for a quarterback in the NFL. Um, we will get to that here at the top of next hour, a little uh, over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we do want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first years. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes 2020. Nielsen report limitations apply let me just ask you this uh, because we are uh, coming up against the hard out here on Fox Sports Radio if you were still in the league and this whole situation was happening how much differently would you train heading into the season like would you still be able to do enough uh, as far as throw as far as like how much differently would you would you have to prepare based on everything that's happening around you
3: I mean, that, that's the tough part. Is it, it's really working on all your skills, like the training aspect of it. You know, you can get in in, in good shape, good cardiovascular shape, or whatever you need to be uh, to to be able to not necessarily go through practice or go through training camp and be winded. But the the specialization of the skills of throwing, you know, dropping back repeatedly sixty to eighty times throughout the course of a practice. Those are the things that are hard to kind of mimic because. You a don't have the intensity of a practice. You b you don't have um, you know that that the entire operation to work with. You know so let, let's say for example you could break into a field or find someone who you know lets you you know utilize a field. You're probably going to be throwing to a net unless you talk to a wide receiver about letting you go throw with them. I know there's been some other players who've done so you know so I think Dak was seen doing it this past week. Yeah, that that'd be what you'd be doing. But again, that doesn't really mimic playing quarterback, right? You don't have a helmet, shoulder pads on, and all that. So you'd be doing the best you can, but it really wouldn't be that close to where you're going to be asked to do.
4: Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Interesting movement at the quarterback possess- position potentially next year on FSR.
2: Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La
1: Bichota.
2: Consider us your star sleuths, your cheese my besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons.
1: Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon.
2: Aw,
0: Joseph!
1: Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Could we have ourselves a reunion of sorts in the National Football League involving a quarterback and his former coach? We will get into that coming up here in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio alongside Brady Quinn. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can always find us on SiriusXM and all over 200 Fox Sports Radio affiliates all across the country and wherever you are, we appreciate a few minutes here time as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Uh, if you missed uh, the beginning of the show, all Brady Quinn and I are trying to do is bring a little bit of positivity. All right, Just just not so much of this negative firestorm that you've seen from people out there wanting to criticize sports that are still continuing on, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, Brady Quinn and I, we've just been talking, uh, talking football. Uh, you know, cracking a few jokes, and just trying to put a smile on people's face uh, and, and and lighten the load that people are carrying with them all throughout the course of their days. So uh, Brady Quinn, my man.
3: Yeah, you know, that's what we're trying to do, you know, and make sure that – Just kind of relax, you know, kick back, kick with us, talk a little football, talk a little other sports going on right now and uh, and make fun of us or or we'll make fun of each other. Well, you want one of the two, right? It's
4: it's really the least we could do. It's the least we could do. uh, uh, Make a uh, make fools of ourselves here on Fox Sports Radio uh, by talking about what's going to happen in a draft that uh, I think there's a lot of situations that are really up in the air. Oh, OK. Yeah. There's a
3: lot of things outside of sports and football, for that matter, that that are up in the air, right? Yeah. People have got weddings that are coming up, and sure who knows do. how those are going, how those yeah. are being planned. Like I, I actually think uh, that is one of the best situations right now where if you are planning a wedding, you have the ability now to use the coronavirus as you're out. You can, we just want to have a small deal. We don't want to have right. a lot of people, and we, we wish we could have everyone, but we're really concerned about the coronavirus. Already you act. could go that route. Especially if you didn't want to have to spend the money on the, on the yeah. additional people, plates, venues, etc., right? Or, like you could, you could use that as a yeah. perfect excuse, or,
4: right? or a wedding period, <laughs> I mean, you know? Like if you didn't want the big, you know, to do the big, like yeah. the big celebration because yeah. you're not really into all that, but somebody's kind of forcing you to do
3: it, uh, yeah. you know? Like, or, that or, or maybe just an excuse to push it off if you're one of those guys. You're, you're <laughs> like, ah, like kind of getting cold feet. Like maybe yeah. I want to push this off a few months, like maybe yeah. a few years. Like I don't know how long will Corona be here for? Is it 12, 18 months? Is it 18 uh, uh, years? I don't know. I may have to push this off a while.
4: How'd you know? Uh, all right. Uh, so, Brady <laughs> Quinn, um, here we are on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, and and you actually sent over something that I thought was kind of interesting. So, there was an article that came out. Um,
3: John... Oh, the article, not the photo. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah.
4: well, no, no, that's. Uh, by the way, did you click that link on the one that I sent you? The uh, the Jurassic
3: Park. Oh, Momo, yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that yeah. guy.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. How like, can you not? I, mean, I just I'm just saying. Yeah,
3: saw that thing on the moon today.
4: Yeah, just like he's tonight. got a uh, like a fax machine between his legs. Uh, all right, so Brady Quinn, uh, John Breach uh, at CBS um, speculated sort of a number of things that could possibly happen in the NFL, and. Uh, Look, I think stuff like this is interesting to look at because it at least is presenting options that are out there and potential landing spots for for key players that could be on the trade block. One of the guys that was brought up um, and, and you've talked about, you know, just sort of uh, the situation in Jacksonville. And I kind of threw out the idea of, OK, well, maybe Cam Newton. Cam Newton could be a guy, um, you know, who could be a potential landing spot for him could be the Jacksonville Jaguars. One of the guys that was brought up was Andy Dalton. And when you kind of look at it and go, oh, well, you know, they got Gardner Minshew, but when you actually dig a little bit deeper on that coaching staff, Andy Dalton to Jacksonville kind of does make some sense on a certain level.
3: It makes a lot of sense. So Jay Gruden is now the offensive coordinator in Jacksonville. I'm sure he would want a quarterback that's familiar with his system. It just so happens he was also the offensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals when Andy Dalton was a rookie in 2011 through 2013 and so i'll I'll remind people too andy dalton came in as a second round pick went to a pro bowl his first year he actually was pretty solid his first few years in the league in fact his third year they went 11 and 5 they were a playoff team that year he had the most touchdown passes 33 that he's had in a season the most yards uh, close to 4300 that he's had in a season Um, and you know and, and those were career highs for him as well as the best record that they'd obtained while he was with Jay Gruden as his offensive coordinator, and that really springboarded Jay Gruden into the Washington Redskins head coaching job. So there's there's some familiarity there. I think given the circumstances with everything going on right now, not having an off season, you know, if you're worried about a second year player is now in his second system, and how is he going to translate? How is he going to be able to adapt to all that? Uh, I'm sure he's looking through some stuff on an iPad and watching cut ups and watching film, but to not be able to practice at something different and. Maybe you want someone else who's familiar with it. Maybe Andy Dalton would be that guy, given that we're all anticipating the Cincinnati Bengals uh, we're looking to take Joe Burrow number one overall in this year's draft. So it would make a lot of sense. And and just the last thing I'll say, the difference between Cam Newton, who we discussed before, who was also in that same draft, right, yeah. going back to 2011, is I would say the wear and tear. If you look at Andy Dalton's career, um, he's had what one season he missed three games back in 2015. And then last year, you know, they they really benched him I and mean, he was healthy. They benched him to see what they had in Ryan Finley and then ended up bringing him <laughs> back because that experiment went so bad. Um, and then the year before that, he missed five games. But for the most part, he's been relatively healthy. I mean, we're not talking about. Liz Franks and ankle injuries and shoulder injuries and, you know, all these different hits that he Cam a, sustained he with he the style a busted of hand.
4: Right. That's the only thing I can think of that. Dalton had a busted hand one season. Right. Which, again,
3: it. is not. And look, think about it. Cam Newton was in a really bad car accident, yes. too. I mean, he just slipped his truck. All kinds of stuff has been going on.
4: Um, but he didn't die for that loose ball, so he should be fine. He's one hundred percent healthy. yeah, I mean?
3: you can't get over that you You really think people do hang that over his head. i oh, yeah, I think more people have a bad taste in their mouth from cam Newton and the the post game press conference from that Super Bowl oh. than they did about the fumble. like the fumble, like they weren't coming back from that one play. I mean, I think people were more bothered by how he handled the post game podium and press conference, which I defended him back then, and I'll defend him again. I did too. Most most players aren't put in a position where you have to be in the same room and talking and answering questions as players from the opposing team who just won. Like, yeah. You're almost never put in that situation. And I think it was just – I'm not saying he couldn't have handled it better. He could have. But that's who he is, man. Like, yeah. What do you expect? He just lost the Super Bowl. He was the MVP that year. You don't think he was going to be bitter? You don't think he was ticked off about all of it? Like – I can understand I think it's in some ways it was a little bit justified based on how he acted.
4: Um and, and look that's that's a whole nother conversation altogether. But as far as Andy Dalton goes, why hasn't why is he still a bangle? What's going on? Like for, from people you've talked to, can they just not find the right compensation? Was there not enough takers out there that were interested in Andy Dalton? Why is he still a bangle? What's the issue?
3: Yeah, I think that the tough thing now is how teams are being able to utilize compensatory picks. Uh, so w- one thing would be if I believe if they moved on from him right now, they wouldn't really owe much. Right. So so that that's part of it is like if you can move on from a player and he's not impacting your cap that much, which this is a team that spent a lot of money. And in fact, he's got no dead cap hit. So it, it's a two way street. The first thing is teams are saying, OK, great. He makes 17 and this year. And that's a pretty low number. For a guy that we think could come in and be our starter, that's great. But what's your recourse? Like, what what are you going to do if we don't give up a six round pick for him? Oh, you're going to release him anyway? Oh, okay, because there's no dead cap hit, right? There, there's it's not like there, there's anything that's really on the line for them. So teams are looking at them saying, we know what you're going to do. You're going to take Joe Burrow number one, and then at that point, no one's going to give up anything for him unless you can somehow create a market and maybe a team gives up a sixth or a seventh round pick because you know, they, they want him a little bit more than everyone else, and maybe they're willing to take on that contract. But I think right now teams might be looking at him saying, we would rather go ahead and sign him to a two-, three-year deal instead of giving up a sixth-, seventh-round pick for him and then having to renegotiate that contract and pay him 17.5 or whatever his base salary is this year. I think that's more of what's holding things up because they can spread this out over two or three years and then have more control whether he's their starter or if he ends up being a backup and they don't necessarily have to owe him, owe him anything.
4: Um, I'm not saying this is going to happen. This isn't going to happen. But isn't Cincinnati with a veteran quarterback there, isn't that kind of the perfect spot for a guy like Tua who may need – you know, uh, if, if he's not 100% healthy as of now, who may need some time, wouldn't that feel like the perfect spot for Tua? And I'm, again, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I think Joe Burrow's the pick because there's more than just the player involved. It's it's the buzz. It's the marketability being there in Cincinnati. But it feels like if if there was the possibility for a trade and I know Miami's been really, really interested in Joe Burrow and there's been talks Armando Salguera of the Miami Herald has said they have been trying to trade with Cincinnati to get up to that number one pick Pick. like Cincinnati feels like it would be if Andy Dalton's still on the roster a good landing spot for a Tua who maybe wouldn't be ready to play possibly week one and could actually ride the bench with a veteran quarterback in front of him.
3: Well, he could do the same thing in Miami or LA, right? I mean, there's Tyrod Taylor in one spot. This fits in the other. And and Fitz, I mean, just in, in the week 17 going into Foxborough, beating New England which was a meaningful game for them. Uh, they didn't watch back-to-back weeks. I don't know how long. So... Him being able to do that kind of showed you a little bit about the fight and, you know, that he still has and all this whole thing. So I think all three scenarios set up to where you know they could go in there and play with a guy who's a veteran, and they don't have to rush whoever that rookie quarterback is in the start. But the writing's on the wall. And I, I think this is more about Andy Dalton doesn't want to have to be somewhere where he doesn't have any chance of being in the future. He'd rather move on somewhere else, fresh start. I think with how Cincinnati handled it last year, He was frustrated. He was extremely frustrated the fact that he got benched when he wasn't the problem. He was actually probably one of the bright spots. I mean, you've got A.J. Green who was injured, and then by the end of the season you're like, okay, wait, why is he not playing now? He wants a new contract or he's unhappy with things. Um, It didn't really make a whole lot of sense. And you didn't have your first-round pick in Jonah Williams. You had other injuries that impacted that team. And uh, he was the one thing, I think, outside of Joe Mixon who showed out in the second half. Of that year, that was was doing the best he could have given the circumstances. So,
4: by the way, am I crazy to think Cincinnati's not exactly the worst offense in the world? Like, dude, gonna... I
3: think if AJ Green comes back healthy, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, if he can stay healthy as well, those three receivers, Joe Mixon I'm at running back, you, man. you get Jonah Williams back. Like, they actually have a pretty solid group. The only question is defensively, which and then they've spent some money. Um, during this during this free agent period and and trying to you know actually spend some spend some money which which by the way if I'm Andy Dalton I'm probably frustrated by what I'm seeing right now <laughs>
4: no kidding <laughs> like, on the on the w- way where out where was this they when I was there <laughs> on the um, way out they decided to upgrade
3: yeah of course of course right you go ahead and pay DJ Reader to come in there and you know pair him next to Gino At- Atkins I mean you've got young talented edge rusher guys Sam Hubbard's done well Carl Lawson's done well they have still got Carlos Dunlap I mean. They've got some pieces, but um yeah, I I think if you get AJ Green, John Ross, and Tyler Boyd, if those are your starting wide receivers, CJ Uzuma and and if Drew Sample comes along their second round pick from last year with Mixon and Gio Bernard out of the backfield, like that's a pretty darn good group. Yeah. And who knows how, how their secondary is gonna turn out. I mean, they they've made a lot of different moves, but maybe some of those things are upgrades. But I I I, I would say this. I actually think Joe Burrow or whoever gets drafted number one overall could be walking into a very good situation, but I I think they're the day one starter. Like I think because of all this again too, much like I talked about with Dalton, and it's helpful for him to know Jay Gruden's system going to Jacksonville, I also think if I'm taking Joe Burrow number one, I'm giving the playbook ASAP and he's my guy. I'm not even thinking twice about a veteran or anyone else. He's the starter day one, rep one.
4: Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, there is uh, so there are some possibilities near the top of the NFL draft at the quarterback position. We'll tell you which ones make the most sense and which ones could be a surprise next year on FSR. Love Nirvana. Big fan of Nirvana, Brady Quinn.
3: Yeah, but this is <laughs> not who that is.
4: Um, I don't mind it. I'm wearing a sarong right now. Literally, I'm wearing a sarong, nothing underneath, and I'm dancing right now, Brady. I'm sorry.
3: Quinn. A what?
4: A sarong. No
3: you know, idea what that is. You don't
4: know what a sarong is? No, it's I like do not. a. Uh, so, it, um, like you can Google it. It's like this. Uh, I don't like this piece of uh, fabric, uh, almost like a, a skirt, but but you can wear it. It's S-A-R-O-N-G, sarong, and it ties at the waist, and uh, and you can wear it over your uh, your board shorts. Or you can wear it just with nothing underneath like I'm doing okay, right now. Okay, I'm, I'm like already over case this. May be. I'm just letting you know.
3: Yeah. Listen. Whatever you, you're just talking about, I'm already done with it.
4: You ask a question, I answer it in detail and give the spelling – uh, for people to go look up, and you yell at me for it. I don't understand what that's all about. It's very popular.
3: I did just say I was already over it. So. All right.
4: Uh, here's what I'm not over. I'm not over over-unders. All right, so over-unders are coming up uh, about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. And I'm already telling you right now, uh, I know the results of one of the uh, uh, events on over-unders. And uh, there's going to be some controversy. There will be some controversy because it's uh, the devil is in the details. And uh, we will have that for you here 10 minutes from now. Do you rent or own your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home on auto insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico.com. Easy. The NFL draft is at the end of the month, Brady Quinn. Uh, there are odds out, courtesy of Fox Bet. All right, There are odds, on, it's in particular the quarterback position in the NFL draft. Now, in no particular order, because I know you're going to release your mock draft, your top 10, I'm going to do my bottom 10, the show before the draft coming up in a couple of weeks. But quarterbacks, uh, in your mind, in order of where they'll be drafted are who? Is it Burrow, Tua, and Justin Herbert, or do you think Jordan Love sneaks in there over Herbert?
3: No, to me, it's Burrow, Tua, and Herbert. And uh, the reason why I say Herbert, and there might be some teams that have him a little higher on their board. You know, look, I'll be honest with you. I'm not factoring in the medical because I I don't know the intricacies of where Tua is in that regard. I've seen some video of the health, but how degenerative is it? How bad is it? We, We don't know. So I'm not factoring that in. I'm just looking at what I've seen him do throughout the course of his career at Alabama and and he's got the the next best film or next best tape, Herbert's third. And I, the the deciding factor was watching him progress every single year from a true freshman to a senior, versus Love who really took a step back. I mean, look, I, I think in, in every statistical category, and and really just his late game decision making. Like that's one thing that I understand the circumstances, new coaching staff. Not as good of an O line, not as much around him. Like I get all those things at Utah State this year, but he made some really bad decisions down the you know, down the stretch of games at Wake Forest uh versus LSU, and that was an uphill battle. Like I understand that. But still it doesn't excuse some of the 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 throws and decisions that he made. So because of that, I put Herbert ahead of him. So I've got to go on Burrow to uh Herbert in this year's draft.
4: Um there is an over-under on where Jordan Love gets drafted, and it's set at 16-and-a-half. And so 16-and-a-half in the draft, barring any trades, puts him right between the Atlanta Falcons at 16 and the Dallas Cowboys at 17. Now, Miami is sitting at 18. Before that, you've got Denver, Tampa. The Raiders are at 12. That's been a rumor that's out there. Gut right. feeling over-under 16-and-a-half for Jordan Love.
3: Oh, man. I would say...
4: I think the over
3: well i'll put it this way i think the three that the aforementioned three that we talked about they'll all go top 10 so those those three guys are done and then now it comes down to what does a team like the raiders who i think already has a franchise guy in car you know how much they love love right Uh, or or any other team that's looking at him in that way um You know, that's the question you have to answer. Are there some teams out there, maybe Pittsburgh, maybe they're sitting there looking at a guy like Jordan Love and saying, uh, you know, we've got Big Ben, but we can't pass up on the opportunity of drafting a guy that may be replacing him in a year or two.
4: What about New Orleans at 24?
3: Yeah, but again, that'd be the over. I, I don't know that that's the route they go this year. I think that team is built all in for trying to win a Super Bowl this year. And I don't think drafting the heir apparent to Drew Brees helps them do that. So I'm going to say no with with them. I think they're going to be taking best player available to help them out, probably on defense, especially with the addition of Manuel Sanders on offense now. They're loaded there. So um, I don't think they would do it. I don't even think Pittsburgh would, would, to be honest with you. I think they're probably another year away. So... I, <sighs> It's tough like I actually think that it's, it might be the over like I think the t- the tape this year th- there's there's a few things working against them. If if you wanted to try to fall in love with them and you wanted to have those individual workouts those are off the table now. So you're going based off what you've seen the past 2 years. 2 years ago great tape. Looked really good. Better than probably what Justin Herbert put on tape his entire career. This past year bad. And so if you wanted to try to convince yourself of why you should take him or trade up to take him. I don't know that you're going to have those intimate one-on-one opportunities to go fly out, to go work him out outside of doing some of these zoom interviews and so forth. So there's a chance he could fall the second round. I I could be wrong, but I think there's too many good tackles. I think there's a, a rare amount of big time game changers up front as far as D tackles talking about the big men. I think there's going to be a run on cornerbacks. You might see four or five go in the first round. And there's going to be a run on wide receivers. There could be four or five that are go, that go in the first round. So when you start adding up those numbers, five tackles, five wide receivers, five cornerbacks, that's 15 picks right there. Three uh, quarterbacks, that's 18. You add in a couple D tackles, that gets you to 20. There's 12 of their spots. And I think you're going to find a mixture of maybe Cole Komet at tight end or Hunter Bryant out of Washington, Maybe Kenneth Murray, Patrick Queen, those two, you know, inside linebackers. I didn't even mention edge guys like a Chase Young or Eter Gross Matos, uh, Kayla Von Chason, Julian Aquara. I mean, you, when you start adding it up, it's a numbers game. Like Jonas, when you and I sit down to do, you're going to do your, your bottom ten, I'll do my top ten. <laughs> you you find out like you probably have a number of first round grades on players or guys you think are going to go in the first round, and then you look at the draft and you go. I can see how some of these guys fall the second because there's there's just not certain needs on certain teams that would want to take his services. And so someone in the second round is going to get some really, really talented players. So I, I guess the long-winded answer to that is I think I'm going to take the over. I think he ends up being somewhere in the back end of the first round to a team that probably doesn't have an immediate need for him.
4: If he's sitting at 23 and the Patriots are on the clock – and Belichick doesn't take him. Do you think teams below the Patriots, knowing they 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 need a they might need a quarterback of the future, which which branches <clears> off <throat> into another discussion for us?
3: I think, I think an interesting team would be the Tampa Bay Bucks.
4: That's oh, at four. I was thinking the same thing. He's at fourteen. That's that's the team I think at fourteen is the is the dark horse. If you are looking at sixteen and a half, Atlanta's got Matt Ryan, Dallas has got Dak Prescott, Denver's yeah. got Drew Locke. The teams sort of hovering around there outside of the Raiders is Tampa sitting at fourteen, and it, I, I would not be surprised. It, it, look, he's everything that I, that I've seen from people that have talked about him. He's got a lot of, a lot of raw ability, but he needs he needs time. You got to let him marinate. There is no better place for him to marinate than in Tampa Bay.
3: I think the only issue you'd have with your Bruce Aarons is you just, you just gave up on a guy, to go get Tom Brady, because he threw too many interceptions. Mm-hmm. Like Tampa Bay is probably not signing Tom Brady, if Jameis Winston throws for over five thousand yards, thirty plus touchdowns and fifteen interceptions. Like I'm sorry, like they're 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 moving on with Jameis. Did he throw? He, more he's signing an inter- extension right now.
4: Did he throw more than fifteen interceptions? I I hadn't seen.
3: Yeah, <laughs> had d- double that. Um. <laughs> So I, I think if you're Bruce Arians, like, would you really want to invest again? When you have a small window, two years, uh, they need a right tackle. Would you, would you not rather go that route, take a tackle there and and invest in Tom Brady at, you know, at this point in time and not wait until the second round? If you can, you know, get Jordan Love or Jacob Eason or someone else like I just I think you'd be concerned with what you saw on tape this past year and want to take a chance on him at that spot. And it almost kind of contradicts, it's almost like a hedge to Tom Brady this year. And then you're still worrying about the same thing you were with the guy you had previously in Jameis Winston.
4: And the plan in New England is just Jared Stidham, right? I mean, I I keep seeing, you know, uh, Patriot players have come out and defended him, said, no, 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 we believe in him. Uh, We think Jared Stidham's uh, the real deal. Uh, I know Jared Stidham was a guy who had a lot of promise in college, but maybe didn't have the best situation at Auburn when he came into the draft. If the plan is Jared Stidham, are are you confident that he's the guy, or is this simply a placeholder for something they're going to do down the stretch?
3: Um, I, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's weird. They let they let go of Cody Kessel this past year yeah. or this past week. So, you know, you're, you're looking at going, okay, now they only have two active quarterbacks on the roster. They've got Stidham and they've got Brian Hoyer. Are they setting themselves up for a shortened off season? And Josh McDaniels might be saying, I only want to go with two because we're not going to have many practice reps. I want to make sure the reps that we're getting are to the guys that need them. And, and Jared might, might need a lot of them. So we're preparing him to be the guy and, and we're moving forward in that manner. Like that, that could be the realistic scenario or they are moving on from him because they're going to they're going to make an addition. It's going to be a veteran guy or it's going to be a draft pick. We'll, we'll find out here in the next couple of weeks, but I would not be shocked if, you know, they just didn't go into this year with Jarrett Stidham. I think they feel high about high. They're high on him. He's a fourth round pick. I mean, hell they've, they've, they've gone with a six round pick and Tom Brady. And they saw what they, you know, maybe they had some idea of what was going to happen, but they saw that before anyone else. They might be seeing similar things from Jarrett Stidham. And and again, this is a kid who was the number one high school recruit coming out of high school. He went to Baylor, looked great as a freshman. Uh, Due to obviously a lot of things going on around that program, I had to transfer to Auburn. I think it was a second team all SEC quarterback, you know, for that one or two years he was down there. Um, And so he's got some talent to him. It's just about whether or not, I think he's going to have enough out around him right now.
4: Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. All right, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, we have got over-unders. There's already a little bit of controversy brewing that needs to be discussed. We'll have that for you next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, look who it is. Steve DeSager.
6: The NFL draft is still scheduled to start April 23rd under three weeks away. and The memo from the league this week said the NFL will not mandate that a team's draft operations be moved off-site, assuming the team's setup is safe and legally compliant. Some teams reportedly will be drafting from home, not the office. Pro Football Hall of Famer Bobby Mitchell died this afternoon at the age of 84. In 1962 and 63, he averaged over 1,400 yards receiving with Washington in a 14-game schedule. Former Houston Oilers coach Ed Biles died after a long battle with leukemia. He was 88. He was defensive coordinator when the Oilers made the AFC Championship game under Bum Phillips in 1978 and 79. In fact, he became head coach in Houston from 1981 to 83 taking over for Phillips. Fox TV will air different Super Bowl every Sunday afternoon. Today was Green Bay-Pittsburgh. Next Sunday, Giants-Patriots. Kentucky basketball guard Ashton Higgins declared for the NBA draft. Ole Miss gets grad transfer Dimencio Vaughn, a guard from Ryder, who averaged 15 points a game last season. And the new women's basketball coach at Texas is Vic Schaefer from Mississippi State. He was head coach for eight years at that school, making the national championship game in both 2017 and 2018. Today's virtual NASCAR race was won by William Byron on FS1 and Fox Fox TV. He started from the poll, and three of the Diamondbacks' minority owners are suing, saying they're being forced out, according to The Athletic. Ken Kendrick, Arizona's managing general partner, told the 22 minority owners to increase their stake or sell their shares back. And an item for Live Bet Loser, as he uh, got bit by the under an hour ago.
4: No, he got, he got bit by the under with an assist from Steve DeSager, who gave the fastest update in the history of Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> That's hey, right. We just That's did right, a
6: normal Steve. update. Let the chips fall where they may. I will happily pass along that while, unfortunately, we have 300,000 virus cases in this country, in Burundi, they have only three cases. So in East Africa, the country of Burundi is considering it's soccer. Uh, they, they have had a meeting with their clubs. They're going to go ahead with the season, people. Only apparently three weeks left in it, according to AP. But they're one of only four soccer leagues in the world still playing. Nicaragua, which has been wagered <laughs> on on this show. Uh, Burundi also uh, Tajikistan I read just started in front of empty stadiums and then there's Belarus which is still going because their president has uh, called the virus a psychosis and that everyone will feel better (laughs) if if they work in the fields
4: which president is that who is that
6: Belarus okay his quote was it's better to die on your feet which was (laughs) nice
3: of him to make that decision Uh, how would anyone know how would Uh, anyone know whether or not it's better to die on your feet
4: you know it does bring up a good point when people when Somebody passes away in their sleep, and they go, God, well, at least they passed away peacefully. How the hell do you know? Can you imagine what that nightmare is like? It could
6: have been the worst nightmare they've ever had. You don't know.
4: Get out of here. Yeah. I'm what else we out.
6: got, Steve? No, I'm just uh, <laughs> pointing out that there are four soccer leagues in the country still going. Not everybody has thousands of cases, and not everybody is, you know, going what we in Spain, and Italy, and so many are going You know, uh, South Korea has attacked this virus so well; they still have their baseball season scheduled for to start a couple weeks from now. They're still having inner squad games uh, on YouTube.
4: So, uh, if you're looking for action, what about action tennis? Is
3: there. What about tennis there, Steve?
6: You know, you mentioned tennis earlier. Before the complete shutdown, all of this, you remember that the the Big Palm Springs Indian Wells tournament was one of the first major events. That's almost a major tournament to say, you know, we're just going to not play at all. But initially... They said, we're going to change things up with uh, how we take tickets and all of these things for safety. One of the things they were going to do on the court was not allow the ball boys to touch the players' towels and just have a chair at the edge of the court and the player, in other words, so no interaction whatsoever and try and get through a tournament that way.
4: Okay, problem solved. Uh, First of all, Steve, do you think, do you see what I'm saying about Wimbledon? Wimbledon is the one sport that could have continued. You just tell no, like without fans,
6: if they didn't want fans,
4: it, it, yeah, that's like, a big that's, if. Yeah, and, and if that's what, if that's what this is, and it was all just about, but how many people would have watched Wimbledon? That oh, wouldn't have watched it before. But like that's the one sport where you don't need fans. They tell fans to shut up all the time. So keep in mind serve. they
6: they don't just get thirty thousand in attendance. It's thirty thousand times two weeks. They're open pretty much every day for two weeks. It's a major.
3: Yeah. Well, it, off the subject of all tennis, though. There was a Bengal tiger. That's a four-year-old female that was in the, tested positive in the New York Zoo. I'm just throwing that out. There.
6: I did see that headline. Awesome. Yeah. To which somebody said, "I'm sure that their tests are not the same as the human right. test. All
3: right. Next thing uh,
4: you I, know,
6: I
3: wonder gonna... if it came from Joe Exotic. Right, that right. was my next
4: question. And, and next so. thing you know, we're going to report on stuffed animals who test positive for uh, uh, for the coronavirus. I mean, who knows? Uh, who knows what? To
3: You've got some more. stuffed animals that are test positive for a lot of other things. Buddy. Absolutely. Let me tell you, you cut
4: you know. vegetables with one of them. Uh, all right, uh, Steve DeSager, uh Thank you, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio, where it's easy to save 15 percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com. Or Call 800 947 Auto. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. All right, uh, it is time, Brady Quinn, for a little something we do call this. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing.
1: I know you're a lion, (laughs) old life gambling degenerate.
4: It's over, under. All right, Lee, the lap. Let's jump right into it and ignore that last comment and commentary from the two of us here. Uh, Lee, how did we do last week here on Over Unders? All
7: right, last week, you guys, we asked about the Domino's pizza stock price. And uh, <laughs> if it would be over under 338 at closing day on Monday, it actually closed at 346 Ooh, It's right now sitting at 325 Jonas, you took the under. Brady, you took the over. So Brady took that round. Ha-ha, and then, we looked, and the then we looked. Shocking. The rich
4: guy wins the financial one. What do you know? <laughs>
7: And then we would look at
4: why would you pick under? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how stocks work.
7: Well, if I did say Girl. by this time next week, he would have been he would have been right. It dropped to three twenty five from three thirty eight. But who we, won last week, Lee? All right, it was Brady. We also asked okay, about good. WrestleMania and a uh, number of in fight uh, in ring altercations with Gronk. It was under one and a half, and Brady took that. Hmm. Hey, didn't he win a title too? He did win the 24-7 champ.
4: All right, there it is. Spoiler alert. Is. Uh, spoiler alert for people out there that are... Uh... Well,
3: now that they need to go watch to see how he won, right? <laughs>
4: that's good. Uh, that's good. Uh, partner of Fox, uh, the WWE. I love the WWE. Partner of Fox. Big fan of the WWE here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, Lee, what about this week? Now that Brady won the exhibition last week, the real season starts this week on over/unders. Uh what how, how we how we looking this week? What do we got, Lee?
7: All right, you guys, 17 and a half million. That's the over/under amount per season Judavian Clowney signs for this week. If not signed, it's under.
3: We're saying average annual salary? Correct. Oh man, you know he was asking for like 22. Yeah. <laughs> north of 20.
7: And now he's dropped it. Yeah. Yeah. We well, he's yeah, had to. I mean, there weren't any takers for that. What, he had three he, and a half
3: sacks last year? Has four he sacks? E-
4: Has he ever had double-digit sacks in a season? I
3: don't I think, think he the has. most he had was nine and a half in Houston. Yeah.
4: I mean, I, I'd kill for nine and a half. <laughs> um, I'll take the underly.
3: <laughs> um, man. I think he gets it. I don't know that I'll ever earn it, but I think he gets it. <laughs> I have
4: <laughs> we to have a lot I of confidence I, in the guy.
3: No, I think he signs, you know, a, a maybe a, a you know, three year three year deal for like sixty mil, but maybe only like one year is guaranteed in it, you know what I'm saying? So he might make that one year like the twenty million average annual salary, and then the rest is just kind of fluff. I mean, Jonas, you know about the fluffers, but Uh, that's how a lot of these contracts are. There's a lot of fluff on the back end. Yeah,
7: way to to work that in. All right, uh, what else we got, Lee? All right, at a half, number of Clippers that make it into the NBA 2K Players Championship. Currently, Patrick Beverly... And Montrez Harrell are in the quarterfinals.
4: Uh, I'll take the under because it's the Clippers and they don't advance past this round.
3: I'll take the under because I have no effing clue what we're talking about. Right now. <laughs>
4: are you watching it, Brady? You gonna watch? You gonna tune into that?
3: I, I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't either.
4: Uh, what I else? I know you it's got Clippers, late?
3: some basketball. Are they playing video games? Is that what this is?
4: By the way, for you Clipper fans out there, it's a joke. We're having fun here. I actually thought the Clippers are going to be in the finals this year, and if the season continues, I think they'll still be there. All right, what else we got,
7: Lee? All right, two and a half. Number of days Bobo posts workout videos this week. Two and a half. Oh, God. Over. Over. over, <laughs> Get, over. Out of here. Get out of here. It should that be two hard. and a half videos per day. Well, since the gyms have closed down, I think I've only seen one. since. What are you talking Bobo's about? He's doing push-ups
3: media. constantly. Oh, yeah. He's it's constantly it, doing, he's doing push-ups nauseating. in between breaks of shows.
7: Like, it's nauseating. Like,
4: I, I've seen snakes have better form on their curls than Bobo. <laughs> and, you know, because snakes don't have hands. You know what I mean?
3: That was okay. terrible. Thank you. I was trying to be silent, but you apparently want me to weigh in on that. <laughs> I mean, that I knew part. you were a triple threat. You know, the I whole like mean... modeling, singer, dancer, and all that. Oh yeah, I, 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 acting. I like. I yeah. remember that. I don't know. You're trying to be like a, a quadruple threat.
4: Yeah, big time. Big time modeling career. You should have seen me in uh, in high school with my with my gap teeth before I got veneers. Looked like my tongue was in jail.
7: <laughs> all right, you guys. Last <laughs> one here. Number oh, of a mouthful of surfboards. <laughs> moving on you guys (laughs) number of supermarket (laughs) one and a half you guys one and a half number of supermarket trips for the quinn family this week under
3: what what was the number
7: one and a half under one and a half uh under does today count
4: (laughs) no no does not under okay uh
7: one and a half over (laughs) lastly you guys 200 million the jackpot for the powerball by this time next week Currently at one ninety and has drawings on Wednesday and Saturday.
4: Oh, over. over, It Can be the over.
3: Come you on. think? I they're feel gonna, like people are freaked out know. with all that.
4: They're gonna dr- They're gonna draw this thing out. They're gonna draw it out as long yeah. as they can. They gotta get money um, somehow.
3: Over. I'm gonna go with the over as well. All right. Yeah, Good stuff. I'm sorry. All
4: right. There it is. All right, there it is, uh, Lee. Uh, that Another is this losing week for you, buddy. Of uh, over unders here on uh, Fox. I mean, Sports you're gonna Radio. lose the grocery store part. Uh, Brady. Give me a break if you go in there for for a pack of gum that's bs all right it has to be a legitimate trip don't try and don't try and uh i'm with the you. fuzzy
3: numbers here all
4: right.
3: uh, hey all can right. we get a little uh, pillow talk in the next we segment what do you absolutely
4: think? uh jonah stocks brady quinn here on fox sports radio if you want to hear what a quarterback sounds like when he's laying in bed uh next to a really really attractive woman don't go anywhere this is the show for that next That guy right over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, Make sure you stick around. It is Arnie Spanier and Chris Plank who will take over these airwaves. All sorts of NFL conversation with Arnie and Chris. That coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Brady Quinn... Um. First of all, you look great. I just want to tell you that. Yeah, this. Is no, the best I appreciate you've looked. that. I
3: mean, uh, you as well. Another yeah. button up, another button down yeah, for radio. It's kind of yeah. overdressing, isn't but it?
4: But here's like I have a strict rule when it comes to my shirts. Step through, Step through the collar to put them on. Right? I want I want a deep V. I want the buttons all the way down. I want it to basically look like uh, a vest that's open. Is, is how I is how I rock with my attire, <laughs> even in a quarantine. I'm not a, I'm not afraid of it. Um, but uh, I, I do think that it is important to talk about. Uh, we mentioned Jadebian Clowney and what he will sign for in our over unders. Right. Uh, your guy Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson um, on Instagram Live was pleading. Uh, with and Clowney to stay a Seattle Seahawk, here was Russ.
2: I need you, homie. Clowney, come back! Don't leave me! Don't leave, Clowney! Don't leave us! Need you, bro. Anyways, man, Clowney, my homie. I love playing with you, bro. Hopefully, we get to do some more, man. That's what the fans want. So,
4: so there was a uh, Russell Wilson. Now, I, I don't know, um. You know, if you recall, but this isn't the first time that Russell Wilson has, uh, you know, taken to social media. He's Um, very
3: persuasive, by the way, late at night on on social media. Um, And by the way, if if people at home are like, well, you know, he's a free agent. Why would Kalani want to sign back unless Seattle pays him what he wants? Why is Russell getting involved? Well, Russell's getting involved because one of two reasons. Um, one, he doesn't want Jadavian Clowney trying to sack him in the future. He saw that firsthand what that looks like. I'm sure he doesn't want any part of that. The other side of that is usually when you try to make cap space for another player on a team, they come to the quarterback and they can help make some more monies guaranteed and push that into some bonuses that avoid hitting the cap in future years. And so usually – you end up being the mortgage company to help that team out, make a little additional space if they need some extra space. So that might be one reason too.
4: Well, that's not the first time that Russell Wilson has taken to social media when it comes to a contract. You remember this one, Uh, the him laying next to Sierra, who I don't know if you know this or not slightly attractive. This was Russ
2: earlier. Hey Seattle, we got a deal. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. But I'm going to see y'all in the morning. Time for y'all go to bed. Finally you can go to sleep. <laughs> See y'all in the morning.
3: Yeah, thank God Golden
4: Tate wasn't around,
3: huh? I mean. <laughs> oh man. I just I'm not even sure what to do with that. But uh it just seems like some of some of this talk happens late at night. I'm not sure it why. It does. It's, it it it's what it happens.
7: It absolutely does.
3: It absolutely
4: does, Brady Quinn. Uh, let, what let were me you tell referring you. to? I mean, what exactly were you referring to? You know, to? them damn uh, golden domers, man. It's just like, who could you trust these days, Brady Quinn, even in a pandemic?
0: It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a and b with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires.
5: Call 800 334 4Kia for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Carol G. Juan Gabriel.
1: Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart topping canciones, and drama?